it's no coincidence, y'all, that the billionaires of the world are building these underground bunkers. There's, that's not a coincidence, y'all. If it doesn't happen, then guess what? We, we prepare for anything. But if it do happen and we not prepare, that's a real bleak situation. I want y'all to understand, it's not just financial suicide, it's premeditated financial suicide because you know your situation need to be better. You know your situation is dire, but yet you ain't doing nothing to change the trajectory. You too comfortable in the chaos. So I don't want people to think that just because I'm pro-black that I'm anti-anything. I'm anti-ignorance, I'm anti-hate, I am anti-racism, I am anti-inequality, but I'm pro-everybody get this money. That's a clip, Jose. I'm pro everybody get this money. What's good, what's good family? Welcome to another episode of Trapping Tuesdays. This is episode 79. I want us to take tonight as a night where we prepare the victuals. There's a verse in the Bible where, where Joshua is told to go, go possess the land. And he tells Joshua that before you can possess the land, like I know what I put there for you, but you can't enjoy it the way that you want to enjoy it until you make sure your brethren can enjoy it too. And he tells him a specific word that made me, it made me like, damn, well, I've never heard that before. And he said, go prepare the victuals. And what that meant was, go get everything. Go get everything. Because in order to go possess the land, and make sure your brethren can eat, and to make sure you can enjoy it for what it was intended for, you gonna need everything. And so when I think about us and I think about this financial Armageddon, and so when we say the word Armageddon, it simply means a battle between good and evil. And I want you to understand something tonight. Whether you black or white, whether you Hispanic, Asian, man, there's a war going on. And it's against the have and the have nots. It's a war versus the elite and everybody else because they preparing the victuals. It, it's no coincidence, y'all that the billionaires of the world are building these underground bunkers. There's, that's not a coincidence, y'all. And so what I need us to do is, I need us to prepare ourselves, because here's what happens. If it doesn't happen, then guess what? We, we prepare for anything. But if it do happen and we not prepare, That's a real bleak situation. 
And so I want us to prepare the victuals. I want us to take the moment and I want us to take the opportunity because we've learned that from 2020 up until now, the wealthy people of America have doubled their wealth. They say by 2035, we can see the first trillionaire. Prepare the victuals. Because it's a financial Armageddon on the way. And I need you to understand that your calling needs clarity, but you're too confused in comfort. Your calling needs clarity. You got the calling, but the reason why you can't see it as clear as it's supposed to be, the reason why you don't really know the next step that's supposed to be taken is because you're too comfortable in confusion. You're too comfortable in confusion. But the dysfunction is going to be a, the dysfunction is destruction and it's detrimental to your health. And I'm talking about your financial health here. So when I play this game, I look at this game as the great equalizer. I look at this game. I look at the stock market. I look at this game as the game that levels the playing field. Because my money and my wealth my returns start shifting the minute I went from get rich quick to building wealth over time and strategically. Every move I make gets me closer to a situation where I can protect me and mine. Every move that I make puts me in position. Every move I make moves the needle for me so I can make sure I can protect me and mine. I want you to ask yourself, if something happened today or tomorrow, would you be in survival mode or would you be in protection mode? If something happened today or tomorrow, would you be in survival mode? Meaning you in chaos, you in confusion, you, you, you panicking, you, you disrupted. Or if something happened today or tomorrow, oh, bet we are, we, ain't, we ain't already in protect mode. Let's go. Everybody get here. I'm, financial Armageddon, people. And we can take it for a joke, but I promise you, in the thick of war, ain't nothing to laugh and matter. But yet it's too late to say what I should have did. It's too late to say what I could have did. It's, it's too late for that then. In, in most cases, we often don't realize how serious the situation is until we need deep in it. Let's, let's reflect for a minute. I'm from New Orleans. My people went through Hurricane Katrina, but they avoided all the warning signs until what? I'm from, I'm in America. I'm in America. Nobody ever prepared for a pandemic to happen, but yet when it was here, we was all what? But if we go back two years prior, Barack Obama said, we need to prepare for this. 
They always say, yo, have some money on the side for a rainy day. But what happens when the rain turns into a hurricane? What happens when a hurricane turns into a tsunami? Matter of fact, what happens when a tsunami turns into 40 days and 40 nights and you don't got your financial arc built? See, financial suicide is not just living check to check. Financial suicide is never being prepared for what you didn't thought, what you didn't think could happen. But then what you didn't think could happen happens. I want y'all to understand it's not just financial suicide, it's premeditated financial suicide because you know your situation need to be better. You know your situation is dire, but yet you ain't doing nothing to change the trajectory. You too comfortable in the chaos. And we talking about a financial Armageddon on the way, y'all. We can't watch the people getting prepared for war. And then we don't do the same. We can't watch it. I know it's hard to fathom America not being at war. It's hard to fathom things happen. But guess what? Another government embassy just got hacked by a Chinese hacker. The Wyndham Hotel got hacked. You ain't hear nothing about the Pentagon got hacked. I'm just telling y'all that something is happening and what's going to happen is when it do happen, they not going to tell you and me. They're going to leave us to fend for ourselves. But if you ain't ready, then you done committed financial suicide. We talking about a financial Armageddon, y'all. And we got to be ready. We got to be ready. And for the people who don't who don't see it. It ain't your job to convince them. But it is your job to be prepared. How, how do you prepare? Simple. Tupac told us something a long time ago, and I think we missed it. Say you can't go to war unless your money right. America go to war, why? Money, land. War is about one thing. War is about money. War is about land. War is about resources. And whoever got the resources can win the war. What's your resources like? What's your resources like? What, what do you do right now? What do you do right now? If you had to go to war. What do you do right now if it comes to your front door? We got a money printer, y'all. This is the financial equalizer. This is how we build our financial art. This is how we protect our family. But yet you keep telling me, Trap, I need somebody to hold my hand. You keep telling me, Trap, I don't got time to learn. Well, guess what? In disaster, you really don't got time to learn. The worst time to learn how to swim is when you're drowning. The worst time to learn how to swim is when you're drowning. The best time to learn how to swim is when you got people around to teach you. It's when you're in a different space. 
We got time, y'all. We don't got as much as we think. And once you prepare your lessons, prepare the people around you. I'm asking you, are you going to be the trailblazer? I'm asking you, are you going to be the one? Because here's what I will tell you. Everybody that's out here right now, that's shining, that's looking good and driving this and wearing that, I can promise you none of that ain't going to matter. None of that ain't going to matter when, when, when the thing hit. None of that ain't going to matter. None of that ain't going to And you can think trap talking crazy all you want. But the gap between the have and the have-nots is increasing. There's never been a three-year span where the wealthy people of the world have doubled their... There's never been a span like this, y'all. There's never been a span like this, y'all. We got four companies worth trillions of dollars. There's never been a span like this, y'all. And the problem with situations like this is we see the good and we never think, we never think of the bad. We never think of the inverse. And the greatest time to attack some people, and the greatest time, the easiest time to bring people to their detriment is when they least suspect it. So I don't care what the economy look like. What does your personal economy look like? I don't care what interest rates look like. What's the interest you paying for not knowing how to do this? What's the interest you paying for not knowing how to invest? What's the interest you paying for living check to check? What's the interest you paying for not having enough money in the stock market? What's the interest you paying for not knowing how to invest your money in real estate? What's the interest you paying for not knowing how to start a business? What's the interest you paying for not being financially literate in the world that's printing money and we see the halves prepared for something we ain't ready for? What's the interest you paying on that? And then my next question to that is, what does it cost you for not being prepared? What does it cost you for not knowing? You quick to say, oh, this too high. You quick to say, that's too expensive. But you fail to forget. You fail to, to put this in perspective. The cost to me not knowing it is more expensive than anything else. The cost of me not knowing is the biggest scam. The cost of me not knowing how to make a million dollars. The cost of me not knowing how to trade. The cost of me depending on a government that ain't depending on itself. They got people that work in the government that make more money in the stock market than they make from working for the government. I'm just saying, what's the cost of you not knowing how to play the game that they've been playing for generations? The financial Armageddon is on the way. The financial Armageddon, y'all. It's a fight between a good and an evil force. And I'm not here to say rich or evil. I'm not here to say none of that. But what I am saying is the people at the bottom feel the pain the worst. I am saying it's easier to cut your job when I can get a robot to do it. And you 45 years old or 43 years old or 38 years old and you ain't got time to go learn AI. 
It's easier. Yeah, I may pay five million on the front end, but in a span of 10 years, it's gonna save me that. You expendable. I need you to know that. In America, you as humans are expendable because the robots come and take your job. The robots come and take how you make a living. I'm telling you, it's a financial Armageddon. Listen to me. For the first time in the world, for the first time ever, energy companies, oil companies, railroads, they are not the powerhouses no more. Look at Detroit. Ford, GM. We talking about at one time, Elon Musk was one of the most powerful companies in the world. Guess what? Decimal. They fighting for their life. If you had all your money, guess what? It was cool, but guess what? Ain't no new oil companies come and make no trillionaires. No, that ain't happening. Go look at it. The top 10 wealthiest companies in the world, one of them is an oil company, Armaco. Guess where it's at? Middle East. Everything else, technology, except for Berkshire Hathaway and Louis Vuitton. Financial Armageddon, y'all. I need y'all to be prepared. We come here each and every week to prepare us, y'all. And you can think this ain't a war all you want. You can think it's all funny. You can think it's laughs and games. You can think that all you want, but every day they prepare to put a computer in your place and every day somebody somewhere else is preparing to attack us. What do you do the computer that took your job, you can't make no money, and the people coming to attack you, and you ain't got no money to survive, you ain't ready. Guess what you are right now? You a financial POW. You a financial prisoner of war. You expendable. And I just need us to pay attention. I just need us to make the shift. At this point, I'm damn near begging us to make the shift. Like I'm, I, like when I make money and I, and I love when my Patreon people make money, I love when I make money because I know they making money because I know at this point, I'm getting them closer and closer to being able to fish for themselves. I don't even want you to need me. I want you to be excited because you like trap making money, but I want you to go fish for yourself. Because one day you're going to have to fish for yourself. Because when I step away, I want you to still go get 50, 60, 70, 80, 90,000 out that thing. As I graduate and I elevate and I love doing this, but I need you to go, baby. We don't know what the future holds. I need you to be able to, I don't want you to just trap in this every week because you like me. I want you to come in every week because you know, I'm learning something from my dog. I'm learning something from my brother. He teaching me something. He preparing me. He helping me prepare the visuals. Because when you got to rego, when you got to go possess the property, when you got to go possess the land with your name on it, you good. Because when I got to go possess the land with my name on it, I'm good. So tonight in chapter two, this man, episode 79, that financial Armageddon. I want us to be ready, man. Let's go, man. Salute. Let's go, man. To that, turn that thing up right quick. Partner. Ooh, Jose, yeah. how we feeling, dog? How we feeling, dog? Man, listen here, bro. You have a good day today, bro. Two 
food. Why don't hit nothing? Give me some, man. Give me Twitter. Give me some, bro. Give me some, bro. Give me hear some, man. Yeah. Episode seventy nine. We in the building. Building. Frank, I see you. Diamond Dancers, I see you. Stoner Golf, Jeff, I see you. Lieutenant Tory, I see you. Queen, prominent mom, prudent mom, I see you. Titus Tag Pros, I see you. Tay Frost, I see you. Jose, what up, my guy? Dollar Bill, what's good? Jose, all people in the chat, man. All people in the chat, man. Come on, man, let's get the lights up, man. The screw up who grew up, I see you. Larry Morgan, I see you. Angela Crawford, I see you. Let's go. Khadija, I see you. Eric, I see you. Corey G, I see you. Elijah Bennett, I see you. Let's get the lights up. I see my people. My people in the house tonight. My people, double law, I see you. My people in the house tonight. It's one of the nights, Jose. But I'm gonna say this. I don't like, I don't like the fact that we out of the top 100 on the podcast. I don't like that. So we're going to shout the people who listening. I need everybody to put Trap and Tuesdays on automatic download. There's no reason we shouldn't be in the top 10. Don't nobody equip us like us. I don't listen to the top 15 shows and they're boring as hell. they boring. I can't listen to a good 10 minutes of it. Let's go, man. Get this party started. I'm about to advertise for somebody right now, and I don't even should. Green Bottle Boys. We need a check for this. God damn it. Ah. Jose, we had a good day. We had a good day, bro. I like it. I like what's going on. I like how we feel. Shout out to Reed Hastings. You don't know who that is, huh, Jose? Nah, I heard the name. That's the dude who run Netflix. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 you feel me? We dropping bombs over Baghdad. Bombs over Baghdad. Let's go. We dropping bombs over the, over the A. Financial bombs. Financial bombs. We dropping financial bombs. Nah, nah, nah. nah, don't give me that. I don't need that. I don't need that. All right, man. So, all right, we got an amazing show tonight, man. Make sure you like and subscribe tonight. We're going to talk about a lot of things tonight. We're talking about Netflix. We're talking about Apple. Back in the three, $3 trillion club, moving and shaking. You know, I keep telling everybody, bro, like, Apple is a... It's, it's a bohemian, but it moves how it moves. It's, it's the reason why I don't really do calls on it too much because it can stay down for weeks. And then before you know, you blink your eyes, it's up $10. You're like, damn, what happened? You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about some things. We got earnings season in full effect. Big dogs coming out right now. Earnings season in full effect. Uh, man, we still in January. And I'm not rushing it, but it's been a hell of a January already. Uh, a new a new statement came out today that said that black people are now the fastest growing stock market investors. So the Wall Street Journal, we definitely want to give that out up 68 percent. Definitely was huge. Right. I want to 
That's, I want to shout to everybody that's tapping in. I think I've definitely, I, I definitely got, I definitely know we got a, something to play in that, but it's cool. I love it. I don't, I don't want to take away from nobody else that's in the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got a lot. You know, we got flush and a flip. We got some callers tonight, Jose. Black History Month coming up. I like that. I got full steps to financial freedom. I want to talk to them about. Man, it's going to be a good show tonight, man. It's going to be a good show tonight, man. I want us to remember that the market does reward patience. And it also recovers every time it falls. So I want us to have the idea and the concept, Jose, when we think about the market. Think about it like a baby, right? You never discourage a baby from getting up to walk. You embrace it, Right? You embrace the baby when it falls down. It's going to be all right. You never panic. You never say, no, don't get up and walk again. So what I want us to understand is that when the market does fall, it gives us the opportunity to get back up again, which is why it's also important for us to always have our clip lowered. Let me stop for a minute. Uh, McClure, I hope I said it right. How you say that, Jose? M-C-C-O. M Legacy, shout out to the Super Chat. Chance Davis, shout out for the Super Chat. I see another one. Uh, R. Williams. R. Williams, shout out to the Super I definitely want to give my people in the Super Chat, they do. I want to give my people for the Super Chat, they do. Because without y'all, man, um, we ain't tripping. Somebody say, y'all know Kramer. Y'all know we created the Magnificent Seven. We, 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 we did that last year. We ain't even, we off that. You know what I'm saying? We know we created it. They ain't gonna give us props. It's cool. But we know. Same way they, they, they say Elvis is the king of rock and roll. But we know he got that from a black man. But he just ain't had, he ain't had enough to fight for himself at the time. It happens. Y'all know we did it. We all right. It's not going to be a good show, Jose. Shazam X, my guy. My guy, I finally met him in the super, in the, in the live today. He said, Trap, this Shazam X, what's up? I say, what's up? Y'all got to let me know. Y'all be, when I go live and y'all in the chat, let me know y'all in the chat. This, I'm a, what's up? I know my people. I know my people. Let's do something. Man, let's start off with our... Kramer in the chat. Shout out to Kramer or somebody on Kramer crew. We know y'all in the chat. We know y'all watching. Marcus Wilkins, salute. Thank you for the super chat for sure. We love it, y'all. Right, let's, let's start off with our mantra because tonight going to be a good night, man. I love it. How y'all feeling? Jose, how you feeling, bro? Josh Bell, how you feeling? Feeling good, 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 good. How you feeling, brother? Sean feeling good, man. Uh, B. Rams, how you feeling? This nigga here. <laughs> Two day on the track. How you feeling, bro? Episode 79. Look at this dude here. This dude is so extra, bro. I just want to say, man, I love my crew, man. Shout out to Steve. Uh, shout out to Elise. Shout out to Lasana. Uh, shout out to who helped you in the back? 
Sierra. Shout Sierra. Right, we want to shout to our people, man, because without y'all, you know, parts of the show wouldn't happen. So I definitely want to say that, man. So let's go, man. I am a certified Wall Street trapper. I am confident in my ability to make great investments. The stock market is a machine that prints money, and I am more than capable of operating this machine. Not only will I free myself, but my family will eat for a lifetime based on the information I apply today. I'm a money maker and a wealth builder. Today, I break all the chains that anchor me to that poverty mindset. My ancestors will smile now because I've turned our last names into an asset. My family's purchasing power will increase indefinitely. Today, I make the declaration that no longer will I be a slave to money. No longer will the generations behind me inherit lack. No longer will I submit to selling my time for money. I am a first-generation millionaire. I am the architect of my family's legacy. I am a certified Wall Street trapper. And Wall Street looks like us now. Let's go, man. Jose, I feel good about today, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. I feel, I feel elated. Is the word I want to use, Jose? Elated is the word I want to use, Jose. It's a good word. It's a good word. It's a good word. All right. So what I want to do is let's start off with our word on the street. Let's get into it. All right. Let's just talk about a couple of things right quick, man. So we had uh, S and P was up. Today, right? The S&P was up today, like on the year. Watch this, y'all. So on the year, the S&P is up 2.86%. 2.86%. Not a bad way to start off January. Not a bad way to start off January. S&P up 2.86%. Uh, the NASDAQ was up today, right? NASDAQ was up today. We'll get into our winners and losers, but the NASDAQ is up 5.18%. That's not bad. The Dow Jones is down today, right? The Dow Jones is down today. What I want to do is I want to get into our winners today. Now, here's some big things that happened today. S&P, Verizon. Verizon was up 6.7% today. Verizon, they dropping bombs. Uh, United Airlines was up 5.31%. Surprise was Procter & Gamble. Up 4.41% today. The Pampa people. Procter & Gamble was up, all right? That was on the S&P 500. Now, the NASDAQ winners, we had <laughs> Rail Vision.
company was up 195% today. That's crazy. How you go up 195% today? Another one, Phase Holdings, up 107% today. Go look it up. Sheesh. That is crazy. Another one is Nuv, Nuv Holdings, up 85% today. Sheesh. Golly. All right, let's go to our losers. Biggest losers today. Uh, 3M. Right, that, that tape not working. That tape not working. Down 11% today. DR Horton. DR Horton down 9% today. And Builders First Choice down 5 points. So our Builders took a hit today. Builders took a hit today. NASDAQ losers. <laughs> Vroom, down 42% today. This is major, boy. New Tech's health, minus 26% today. BioV, down 23% today. Man, that's some big old... That's crazy. We said biggest winners, not winners. We talking about biggest winners. Netflix is only up 5% today. That don't even fit none of them right there. All right, man. Let's go a little further, man. Let's get into it, man. So here's our heat check. We at 0.91 today. I mean, we under 1%, which is good. I wonder what it's going to look like when we get to like 0.78. That thing just greedy. But I think it's going to be hard for us to get that way. And the reason being is because I think we have so many, we have so many looming issues in the economy. It's going to be hard for us to get like down, like to get down like that. You know what I'm saying? So many looming issues in the economy that's going to hinder, that's going to hinder the growth uh, for where we going. So we had 3.7 million calls, 3.3 million puts, 7.1 million in total. And anytime we could get that that heat check under 1% is uh modest greed. Just modest. Let's go a little further. All right, let's check it out heat check, man. Let's check it out with heat check. We had today one of them days, man. Oh, uh, let's see. NVIDIA up 0.11%. Slow day. Verizon, 6%. AT&T up 2%. Uh, that ain't bad. Berkshire up 1% today. Uh, Nike up 1% today. RTX, Raytheon, up 4% today. Okay. Uh, ADI, Travis Anonymous. I told you all about that a couple weeks ago. Up 1%. NXPI, it's another sleeper. Up uh 2.4% today. So we definitely we had a hell of a day. It's kind of like a mixed bag, nothing too bad, nothing too bad. All right, let's go a little further. 
Let's go a little further. All right, here's our free fear greed index. We are in, we in greed, but we not, it's light greed. I call that modest greed. I call that modest greed. Ooh, wee. I'm going to just keep it real with y'all, y'all. I'm super excited about this Netflix play. Man, I ain't waiting to no end. I want to, you think, you think, you think, you think B can put the video in so they can see it? Ask B, can he put the video in? I would like them to see it. I want them to see it. But we might because it might have an infringement on it. We got the infringement on it. We can't do it. All right, never mind. Moving forward, moving along. All right, so I think, so... Let's go to our recession portfolio before we get there, Tootie. Let's go to our recession portfolio. All right, let's open up. All right, so of course y'all know this is our this is our recession portfolio. One, two, three, four, five. I got two stocks I'm going to add to it, man. I got two stocks I want to add to. But as you can see, we up 8.88%, which means we beating the NASDAQ and the S&P, dog. Come on, bro. We beat the NASDAQ and the S&P, dog. If you're in a recession, if you're in a Patreon, you're in a Patreon, we killing it right now. You started, if you're in a Patreon, you say, you know what? I just want to get in when Trap got in. You in. You up. You like, you know what? I'm already up 8%. I'm beating the S&P and I'm beating the NASDAQ already. Come on, Patreon. Come on, Patreon. All right, let's go a little closer. Go a little next. All right, here's our options portfolio. Y'all see it? Amazon, we up 13,000. For, for the record, let me, I like to give, um, I will not tell you which two I want to add unless you're in a Patreon. I got to keep my people, they got to let my people go first. I can't let you know that till I let my people know. You got to get a, you get a three weeks behind them. All right, I got to just do them that. All right, so today was a 12 grand day. Let's see. So let's talk about it, Jose. Amazon, we are up 96% on the Amazon play. Shout out to my Patreon people. Uh, AVGO, the Broadcom play that Malik and the other dude wanted us to say we losing on. We up 317%. We done flipped our money three times. 317%. We done flipped our money three times. Let me make it even better though. We got into the play in November. Now, mind you, we took an L on the first one. We took a 50% L on the first one. We cut it. I'm lying. We got into this October, November, in October. We cut it, and two weeks later, we got in. And we got in. We now up 317%, which means we not only got our initial principal back, but we also got what we lost back. So 
You feel me? I want you to understand something, y'all. Like, when I stopped trying to get rich quick and I started thinking about how to build wealth strategically, my whole, my returns changed for me. Because my temperament around the market changed. My temperament behind the market changed. When I stopped trying to get rich quick, when I stopped trying to swing for the fences in every play, when I stopped needing every play to be my freedom play, When I stopped needing every play to be the play I need to pay my bills with, and I said, this the account that's going to be my freedom account. When I start saying, this, the, this market is going to be my freedom keys, not the play itself, but a combination. I'm like the janitor. You know how the janitor got all the keys on his side? That's what this, it ain't, it ain't one key. These plays the market is the key ring and the plays themselves are the keys and I got the keys to the doors. That's what this is for me. That's what this is for me. So while most people don't got the temperament I got, most people don't got the discipline I got, I'm not going to lie, like everything I do because I've been playing some things, I move off instinct. I got the blueprint, and then there's some things that don't, it's not the blueprint, it's the, it's the, it's the, ah. It's like being on a, it's like being in the street. Like, bro, I just got, mm, you got that intuition. Sometimes you can't teach that. It gotta just be in you. You can, a lion can be taught how to hunt, but, but there are certain things that a lion you're going to do based off instinct. Certain things the lion that's going to do based off instinct and you can't explain it. And you know how that happens? That happens when you develop an IQ for the game. It happens when you develop an IQ for the game. You start understanding how the game moving. Like, watch this. You can learn how to drive. Right? You can somebody can teach you how to drive. But watch this. If you get in a situation where, let's say you see a car coming from behind you real fast, you ain't learned this in driving school, but your instinct gonna say right or left. To avoid that. That ain't that ain't taught to you in driving school. They don't say, oh yeah, when a car coming from behind you 80 miles an hour, you know. Move to the right. It's in style. Like how many times you've been driving? You know, you may look away or something, but you see the car in front of you slam on the brakes. What you do? You move to the side. Skirt. You don't just, oh, let me keep going. They slam on the brakes. I'm going to just ease up on my brakes. No, I'm going to move to the side. That's instinct. You can't always explain that. It's instinct. So certain things you're going to see me do, certain things I'm going to maneuver, it ain't based off the blueprint. The blueprint is gold, but the instinct is what gives me the advantage. They ain't going to they, they miss that part, Jose. They missed that part. The blueprint is gold. 
But the instinct is what gives you the advantage. Most people are going to lose at this game because they're playing this game out of fear. You can't play this game out of fear of survival. You got to play this game knowing you're going to win it. You got to play this game knowing it's my game. That's my money. That's my property. That's my land. That's my land to possess. It ain't yours. That's my money they print. They got my name on it. That 100000 that 50000 that 200000 that got my name on it. They don't got nobody else's name on it. That play got my name on it. It's mine. So when somebody say, how much you got, man? Shut up. That play got my name on it. Because it's in my phone, my vision, my calculations, my money. That's my, that's mine. It ain't church, it's mine. But when you do it on your phone, that's yours. And if you're going to operate your phone with fear, I don't got nothing to do with that. If you want to operate your phone out of scarcity, I don't got nothing to do with that. But me and this phone and me and the other phone, that, that money on, that's my money. I'm going to get that, man. I'm going to print that, man. They got my name on it already. They got my name on it. Like, I, I, I want to apologize to the Patreon that I put the play in at 357 or 356. But that's when the play had my name on it. And I ain't try to hide it. I was in the play all day. I had been thinking about the play all day. I've been thinking about the Netflix play all day. As soon as I saw the rock on, I said, oh. Soon as, bro, the rock, I said, how does the rock? We don't understand that. That man is the biggest movie star in the world. Do we understand that? that? Nobody has more followers than him on Instagram. He's the biggest movie star in the world. He really got the Midas touch right now. I'm like, all right, they done, they, done, they done took the rock from behind the scenes and they done put him as a board member. Okay, they serious. You know, you know it's a get when Vince McMahon moved to the side and the dude of the other company moved to the side and they let the rock ring the bell. This ain't about nothing else, but we letting the, this is marketing. This is psychology. This is psychology. Because here's what we do know. And I don't care, this ain't nothing racist or nothing. But you know damn well no rich ass white men ain't moving to the side for nothing. They ain't putting their pride to the side, but nothing but for some more money. And it gotta be big money. They ain't let no black man, no Arab man, no Hawaiian, no native, unless it's big money. I don't care what you talking about. I'm on national TV. Ringing the bell or the stock exchange, the money center. I ain't about to, man, I don't care who you is. But guess what? Big money talk. $5 billion, 10 years. Come on over here. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. You on the board. We sending the message. We got the world's biggest movie star on our board of directors. We sending the message. We ain't looking at the message and we just look, oh, that's The Rock. No, it's a message. It's money game. It's psychology. It's The Rock. If you put Vince McMahon up there, you never going to come up? Sex offense, wrestling, that, nah, we ain't taking that serious. It's what it is. Sex charges and all that, like allegations, whether he guilty or not, all that's going to come up. If you put the other dude up, UFC, it ain't that. You put the rock up, what you get? You get a safe face. You get a safe face. 
Why? You can't say nothing bad about The Rock. Rocky Maivia, wrestling with The Rock is cooking, people's elbow, Jumanji, the motivational, you can do it, he come from nothing, he the biggest, what? You, put the, you let him ring the bell, it's a money play. Then he left there and went to Sports Center. It's a money play, same suit, stop playing. Stop playing. So I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, bro, this might be. Let me go, let me do some homework right here. So I went and looked at it. I said, all right, let me go, let me go look at the last. It got earnest today. Very seldom, every now and then I'll make an earnest call. I'm like, now let me go, let me go watch this right quick. Let me go look at the last three earnings calls right quick to make sure what I see. Because I ain't did a, I ain't did a Netflix play since 2022. In the 22, early 2023. Let me go see what these last four earnings calls been. Hmm. Profitability. Only profitable company. Back, back bigger than Disney with subscribers. Hmm. Okay, now they about to they crack down on the passwords. That brung in. Okay, they, they kept increasing revenue. All right. Now they, they dropping more movies now. Quality movies. Hmm. I wonder what this play gonna do. Nah, trap, chill out, bro. You, it makes sense, but you ain't seeing a negative. I say, well, let me look at everybody else in the space. They still the only profitable one. And even if they don't make earn, if they miss earnings but grow subscribers and revenue, plus with this deal, because the stock market is a forward-looking mechanism. They already in their mind saying, yo, if they come in with this, that's more, guess what? Wrestling becomes what? Another ad revenue channel, right? But we ain't also looking at in the springtime, the XFL and the, the USFL join forces too. So now that's one league for the springtime. I said, oh, this money. This a money play. This a money play. I said, all right, try. Let me. I'm thinking about it all day. I said, man, let me just sleep on it, right? Let me sleep on it. So I went and took a nap at about 3 o'clock. I said, man, let me take a nap. If I miss it, I ain't tripping. I woke up at 3.50. I can't walk to the TV. Hmm. Netflix was like up 2% for the day. I went back, looked at it again. I said, fuck it, I'm going. I'm I ain't tripping. Now, let me tell you, I was conservative. Because initially I put 20 contracts in. I had 179,000. You go look at my last episode, episode 78. I had 179,000 in cash sitting on the side. I ain't make no moves since then. The play was going to cost me for 20 contracts, it was going to cost me like 126,000. I say, bruh, that's over leverage trap. You're going to have about $13,000 of love. Now that, I can't go with that. That go against everything I stand for. We ain't about to do that. I say, all right, let's, let's do 15. I say, no, trap. Let's cut it in half, bro. We can do 10. We ain't got to be greedy. We up already 300000 on the year. We don't got to be greedy, bro. All right, we did 10. I put it in at literally like three fifty five. By the time I made the post and put it in the Patreon, it was 357. So they, if you, 
Now, I know some people in the Patreon just trust me. They're going to just see it like, yup, that's what he's doing. Boom, they're going to start a price. They're like, ah, yeah. Don't get, it it costs a bag. Plus, we just put a play in yesterday. I told you in the Patreon, sometimes I may go three weeks without putting the play in. But then I might give you back to back days when I'm hitting. Dang, dang, dang. Is it? Is, I don't know. So that's why I tell don't ask me for the play. It's going when it come. Okay, all right. AVGO 300%. My bad, y'all. I went on a rent. Google uh, printed $360. We up 75%. This Google play is the only one that they shouldn't be in because I told them I was trying something new. And when you try something new, <laughs> take a long stick to what you know, bro. Stick to what you know. But that went down 5%. Meta, first Meta play, we made $4,000 today, up 141%. Our second Meta play is up. We made $3,000 today, we up 100%. Just off the two Meta plays, we up 120 some thousand. 132,000, probably. Off just the two meta plays. So if you just off the two meta plays, you're up 141,000 and you up 100,000. Okay. The Netflix play ended the day. Now here's the crazy part. When I posted the Netflix play in the Patreon, I was down $320. By the time the bell closed, I was up $524. From the time I posted it in a group, came back, hit the screen, Boom, I was in the room recording a video and my phone said, Netflix earnings are out. I say, B, stop. I got to go see. The thing skyrocketed. I said, oh my God, it's up $20. As of right now, it's up $42. Now, all I'm hoping is, it's 8 o'clock. Then I had the earnings call. So, you know, after the earnings call, they have like the actual meeting where they talk about it. They done had the meeting and it still ain't down yet. It's actually up $43. I ain't even gonna lie, y'all. I probably don't even go to sleep tonight. All night I'm gonna be peeking at this phone. You feel me? <laughs> All right, so let's go a little further. Um, Jose, have we figured out yet how to combine the Travis Anonymous and the Patreon? We can, we can combine them? All right, cool. So we got that coming. All right, so the Netflix play. Uh, I got 10 contracts of the Netflix play. All right, uh, QQQ. If you're in the QQQ, we up. Oh, hold on. NVIDIA, my bad. NVIDIA, we up 233%. In the second NVIDIA, we up 111%. Mind you, we cashed out on our other two NVIDIA plays last week. It had a down day. I didn't want to risk us selling it because it was a March. I'm like, yo, it's March. It's a March call. We could ride it out, but we got four plays. There's no need to be greedy. We had a down day. We got out of it, which I'm not mad at it. All right? 
Um, QQQ is up 24%. Here's the new play we put in yesterday. Uh, the play we put in yesterday, I can't tell y'all, but I will say this. If you haven't gotten in the play, the play down a little bit, you can still get in it. So. And then SMH was the play we put in three weeks ago, I think. I think. So we are 54% already. And then this XLY play, it's just been not turning out. I know a lot of people in the Patreon have been asking me, Trap, do you think I should roll that play down? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so right yet. Um, I think we should just let it ball out, see what's going to happen. We got it to December. Uh, I'm just, I won't see. I ain't, I'm not so anxious to roll it down because I haven't seen too many days where it popped up for me. Right? I only roll down when I see potential in it. Right? Uh, I'm not heavy in it. I only got full contracts. I might just let that ride out for the year. Whatever it do, it do. Whatever it don't do, it don't do. I'm not crazy on rolling down on it. Um, so that's it on that. So just think about this, Jose. If you're in a Patreon, over the last, since October, we've made 16 plays. That's a lot of plays, dog. Since October, starting with AVGO, we've made 16 plays. Watch this. Out of 16 plays, because we got 13 of them up here, 14 of them up here, two of them we cashed out on last Friday. Watch this math. Out of 16 plays, we only down on three. And really, it's 15 for them because I told them not to get in the Google Play because I did something new. I got to say that. I literally said, don't do this play. I'm doing something. I'm trying something new. Don't get in this play. So out of 15 plays, you only down on two plays. That's the XLY play. And that's the, the, the last play we put in right there. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. 14 plays, 16 plays since October. And we've only 16 plays since October. Watch this. 16 plays since October. Listen to me well. I'm going to go back a little further and say since September. What come before October? September, 16 plays since, I'm going to say this, 18 plays since September, and we only lost on four of them. The first AVGO, or OIH play, this one play right here, and that one play right there. Out of 18 plays. Just listen to the math right here. Out of 18, if you're in a Patreon, since September, you've gotten 18 plays since September, literally. You've gotten 18 plays, you've only lost on technically two. 
Because we cashed out on them. We lost on them. This play and this play are our new two plays. I'm only down 4% on that one. I'm down 27% on that. And the reason why I'm using the first Google play is I told you not to try something new. Bro, you can't beat that. Jason said he made 7,000 this month. And watch this, Jose. That's not even mentioning, that's not even mentioning the buy and hold plays. That's just the option plays. Because they get, the, they get two lottery picks a week. They get two lottery picks a week. And that ain't counting if they just follow because they get all of the recession plays before I put them in. Bruh, what are we talking about here? I mean, I'm going to get back to the to program, but I'm just saying, let's put that in context. 18 plays since September 1st, started with AVGO. 18 plays since September. You've only lost on two. And with the first AVGO play, we came back and got back in the play and we are 314% on it. So you made your money back off that. We, we took one play, we lost on it, we got back in the play. You made 300% on it. For all my people in Travels Anonymous, guess what? I put five stocks in there a week. Plus, we break down a stock every Sunday. We break down three full stocks every Sunday on a Zoom call. So not only are you learning the hands-on approach, but you also seeing people break down companies. Bruh, I just want to be honest with you for a second. I, and this ain't nothing against nobody else in the game. Bro, there's not a more powerful community of people making money in the market, bro. I can promise you that because we do it from all angles. We show you how to break down stocks and we show you how to play it this way too. There's not a more powerful group, bruh. And not to mention, you ain't got to sit in front of your computer all day and learn how to look at charts and stuff all day. My brother said I made my first five figures just off being in a Patreon. We're talking $49 a month. You ain't even paid five figures to be in there yet. That's what we're talking about here. Shout out to the Queen Natalie, man. For the All right, let's go. I don't want to stay stuck on this. Shout, come join the... Come join the Patreon, man. Jose, you should never give me that button. You should never give me that button. You should never give me that ball. You should never give me that button. I'm just keeping it real, bro. Like, I'm not, a, I'm going to keep, like, I don't got time, and I'm not saying nothing against nobody else, but I don't got time to sit in front of the computer all day. I'm building out a network. And I'm, let me say this to my people in the Patreon. I know y'all, I'm going to answer y'all questions in the DM. It just takes time. Because by the time I get the thing from 99 back to zero, y'all fill it back up again. I don't got time to sit in there all day, every day. I get it. I take five hours to get it back to zero. And guess what? The next day, it's back at 99. I got to give myself a break. I got other stuff to do. And who answered questions for that about? And who at? And I don't want to put no about. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my people in Travis Anonymous. Shout out to Lieutenant Casey. Shout out to uh, Lieutenant Jabari. Shout out to... Um, 
my girl name, man, Natalie. Shout out to Chelsea. Shout out to Tory. Because they hitting, shout out to Jacqueline over there across the pond in the UK. Because they answering my questions over there in the, in the community. Bro, that's not a dope community when it comes to helping you learn how to play this game. It's not a dope community. And I trust with my lieutenants like I trust myself because I know they bread and butter was they learned everything from me. And then they added they twit. And, uh, what we doing here? All right, let's go a little further, man. My bad. My bad. Let me just give my people applause. I want to say one thing right quick. You made money in Travis Anonymous. I want you to put the scales and the trap houses in the in the in the in the in the in the chat. Put the scales and the trap pauses in the chat. If you made money in the Patreon, put one fire in the chat. If you made four figures or five figures, put two or three fires in the chat. That's all I want to see. Right? If you're in Travis Anonymous and you made money, put the scale and the trap house in the chat. If you in the Patreon, if you made three figures, four figures, five figures, Put the fire for the amount of figures you made. You feel me? Shout to Emma Joseph. Shout to Kiara. Oh, Kiara, I see you. The screw up crew grew up. I see you. Kiara, you got three fires? Ooh. Sherry, I see you. Ooh, Brett Castle, I see you. Okay. Ooh. Hey, man. Come on, man. Hold up, Jazz. Jazz got six fires in the chat. Jazz got six fires in the chat. Jose, they got six fires in the chat. Bro, we changed the people tax bracket. That's crazy. Oh, Kim Turner, I see you with the five figures. Tomorrow, I see you. <laughs> Brett Castle got, man, stop playing with us, bro. Stop playing with us, bro. So let's congratulate them people, man. If you want to come join the Patreon, I don't think we're going to stop no time soon with helping people make money. You know, if you want to be a part of that crew, you see all the fire in the chat, man. You see the trap houses in the chat. You see the triple beam in the chat. Will Broussard, I see you, brother. I see y'all, man. I'm proud of y'all. Bro, they got... Bro, they got five and six figure flames in the chat, bro. They cooking. Damn. I know I was quiet for a second. I just was taking that in, bro. That's real people. That's real people making real money. That's real people who dedicated to the process. They put their hard-earned money that they clocked in for. Watch this. Watch this parallel. Watch this parallel. It's real people that took their hard-earned money that they clocked in for, put it in a machine, and made more money from sitting back relaxing than they made from clocking in. I wish I could say that a little bit better. Real people that took real money that they worked hard and clocked in for 
They put it in a machine and the machine printed more money than what they clocked in for. In a small amount of time. That's crazy. And I'm not taking away from nobody else out here that's doing it, but I'm just saying that this is my tribe. This is my tribe. This is my family. And so when, when we do stuff, I'm just saying that I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Because you can inspire people, but then you can equip people. But it's different when you can inspire them and equip them. You feel me? Like, I'm not, even, I'm not even about to take none away from church, but like when you go to church, you get inspired to be better. You get inspired to be better in the church, install certain, supposed to install certain principles in you to help you go out in the world and maneuver in a way that's righteous. So we do here every week on Trapping Tuesdays, and what we do in these groups is we not only inspire you to show you that it's possible, but then we just equip you with the tools to go out there and do it yourself too, to prepare for this financial Armageddon. Imagine somebody who never thought, and I know I'm going on a rant right here, y'all, but I just need y'all to, I just need y'all to be with me for a second. We're going to get into the show, I promise. Jose, I just need you to just be with me for a second right here. I just need you to understand that there's people at one point in time that didn't think making money in this game was possible. If you didn't think making this type of money in this game was possible, just put in the check that in the chat that was me. There was people before trap that had lost money, lost confidence in this market, that didn't believe it was for them, that didn't believe that they can do this. That didn't believe that, that this game was for them. That believed that at some point they was going to be left out of this game. They couldn't figure it out. There was people in this market before Trapping Tuesdays that felt like they couldn't be a part of this game. And now they're making four and five and six figures from just rocking with Trap. I ain't beating on my chest. I'm just saying it's a proud moment when you can show somebody something that they didn't believe they can do. But you always believed they had the possibility of doing it. And you just revealed it to them, bro. And now they doing it. And now they saying instead of me doing this, I'm going all in on this. I got to fight with people every day. Real talk. Not to quit their job. Every day in my, in my, I, bro, don't quit the job. Every day, bro. In the page, I got to tell somebody, don't quit the job. They're like, trap. Or in my DM, trap, bro, I made 10000 I'm about to quit. No, 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 no. Don't quit, bro. Let the job feed, man. I'm quitting. Bro, I'm, I, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Every day, bro, I got to get in my DM. And that's why, bro, I, I promise you this. The reason why I at least got to check my DM once, because every day when somebody hitting, bro, I got to stop them from quitting. Bro, what happens when your mind, what happens when your mind starts to conceive the possibility that I can make more money from doing this and not getting up clocking in every day? Bro, you start getting up late for work on purpose. You look at your account like, man, I made fifty thousand, made fifty thousand dollars. Man, I'm not even. Man, what? I'm sick. <laughs> I'm not lying, bro. 
But that's what happened. See, this is the reason why school prepares people for the assembly line. That's what school was for, bro. That's what school was for. School was preparing people to go into the workforce. And I'm not mad at it because the America has to work. We need a workforce. So you got to prepare people to be on a workforce. But what happens when you prepare people say, yo, you can go be on a workforce, but there's a portion of your work money that you got to make work for you. Because that's what's going to free you. There's a portion, the, 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 the most profound financial decision you will ever make in this world is how much of the money you work for, you're going to let work for you. Because it got to work twice as hard for you. Now here's the crazy part. The workforce, school, prepares you for the assembly line and not an assembly line about to be taken away by robots. And now the person who's worked their entire life, who was prepared to work, go to school, get a good job. Now that person will have nothing to do because now the next generation is being prepared. Yo, you got to learn how to code. You got to learn how to be in technology. That's the, that's my daughter and them. They getting prepared for this. So that person between 30 and 50, bro, you in a rough spot right now. It's hard to go learn technology at 35. Cold. At 35? So I just wanted, I just wanted to have that moment and I wanted to celebrate my people, man. And I want y'all to know that it don't stop here. Just think about the person who said, you know what, Trap? I got one contract of all 18 of those plays. I wish my OG was in there because he told me, he said, child, and double my god dog on 401k, bro. I'm straight on it. I ain't putting no more money in it. I was like, well, that ain't a bad idea. What's the purpose? What if that happens? What if you're a person that's on your job and you say, you know what? I done made more money from trapping this way than putting the money in the 401k. So whatever I got in the 401k, I'm going to let that sit. I'm just going to put no more money in it. I'm going to just rock like this. Now you didn't eliminate fees. You didn't eliminate the high penalties. You didn't eliminate that. And you say, you know what? Whatever y'all got over here, that's cool. I promise you, in the three to five year time span, you're you going to look back at that 401k. You're going to be like, bruh. What the hell am I about to do with what? Let's move on, man. My bad, bro. My bad. Huh? Gotta celebrate the people, bro. Gotta celebrate the people, man. I love y'all, man. I love y'all, man. I apologize. I know we got a long show tonight. We got a long way to go. We ain't even much get out the first thing yet. Tweety gonna come out here in a little bit telling me it's time to go and all that stuff, bro. But it is what it is. All right, so watch this, man. I came up with this idea of the stock market versus the economy, right? And I know uh, it's, it's a funny thing to look at, um, but I want us to look at these two things right here. 
This is important to me. The reason why I use the Joker as the stock market is because the Joker was somewhat a a nomad. Like he was a, he's moved around, but he was a psychopath. I mean, he was excited, he was down, he was, that's the stock market. Right, the stock market is crazy high. We got tech stocks soaring. We got the S&P up 2%. It's on a crazy rally. It done broke 3,800. 4,800. We got the NASDAQ. We got chip stocks going crazy. But I don't want us to look at the stock market and think to ourselves that the economy is okay And that's where we got Omar from. Because the economy is still bleak. The economy is still bleak. A lot of people still not working, but people still have gotten jobs. Watch this. The economy is slowing down. Slower growth. Right? Inflation is still high. We still have an inverted yield curve. We still have surging financial stress. Here's why. Another thing we looked at, I looked at America not only is at $34 trillion in debt, but guess what? The people who spent all the money, and this is how crazy the stock market is, they're not balancing out the two. The people who spent all the money for Christmas holidays, now data has came out and said that they don't know how they're going to pay those credit card bills. But guess what? Visa stock not about to take a hit for that. American Express not about to take a hit for that. All that mattered to the joker was people were spending money for the holidays. You feel me? So when we understand that, we're saying that there's also slowing trade growth. What is trade growth? Trade growth is the, the ability for countries to trade around the world with their Goods and services is import and export. It is slowing. Why? China's economy is slowing down. India economy is rising. America is being America. And things are slowing down. There's 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 frustrations because there's geopolitical wars going on. So there's slowing trade growth, and that causes trade friction. That causes trade friction. And so what trade friction causes is what? It causes back to what? Higher prices. Supply and demand. So while while my stock market is going crazy, like the joker, Omar over there like. (laughs) Omar, Omar, Omar. We got a war over in the Red Sea. Can't get nothing shipped over. Oh, indeed. Let me see. I'm a real estate agent, Trap. I've been listening to you for a while now, bro, and you inspiring people from all over the world. I'm from the Caribbean, and the day you'll see me in the Patreon. Let's go, family. Jose should have never given me that button. That button is a lick. Shout out to Jose, y'all, for giving me that button. You feel me? So I want us to always distinguish the two, y'all. 
I want us to extinguish the two. You know why? Because as the stock market is soaring, I want us to remember this, y'all. Omar, 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 Omar coming, y'all. Man, gotta have code. <laughs> Man, gotta have a code. <laughs> you feel me? And I just want y'all to understand that. The stock market may be doing something crazy, but that don't mean the economy is matching what's going on. We are, they are not the same. They are not the same. All right, let's go a little further. So watch this, man. I want y'all to pay attention to this, right? And two, I want to put this on a big screen. I want this to be a big screen uh, 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 cover up. Apple is back over $3 trillion again, which is dope. It's something that we talked about. And I said, yo, um, I said, you know, I told us that. I said, I'm not doing no plays in Apple at the time. But what I do want us to understand is Apple is still a juggernaut. And the reason why Apple is a juggernaut is because, one, it has more shares than anybody else on the market. That's one. Two, you cannot discredit the 1.5 billion Apple users. These are people that have spent money. It's people that spend money with this company. Yes, they're going through some things, but this is what I want you to understand. The company makes more profit than any other company in America that's public. I'm say that again. The company makes more profit than any other company in America that's on the market, right? So watch this. You got Apple at $3 trillion. You got Microsoft at $2.95 trillion. That's going to be a battle. And the reason why it's going to be a battle is because Apple will go through slumps where it will not move. It will go through those slumps where it will not move. Microsoft is going to take off. But don't discredit Apple. And I keep telling y'all that. I still, and I've been on record as saying it. I still believe that an Apple stock a day keep the poverty away. Because with 90, 190-something billion dollars in cash on the side, you got a whole lot of stuff you could be doing. So it's next. Alphabet, Google at 1.5 trillion. Amazon, 1.6, um, you know, right at 2 trillion. Uh, NVIDIA, 1.4 trillion. Watch this. Watch what I'm about to say. I'm about to say something that I want them to pay attention to, what I'm about to say right here. Bye. Quarter two, NVIDIA will pass up Amazon and Alphabet. By the end of Q2, we talking summer, January, March, April, May, June. January, February, March, April, May, June. By the end of June, going into July, Listen to me well. By the end of June, going into July, NVIDIA will pass up Amazon and Alphabet.
Gonna be the number three big dog. I promise you, dog. Jose, that's a mark my word. Episode. What episode? 79. Trap said by July, which is Q3. NVIDIA will pass up Amazon and Alphabet. Good question. Here's why. NVIDIA moves in parabolic moves, right? It moves crazy. It moves insane. And the demand for these chips have not slowed down. The thing about Amazon and Alphabet is they move, but they don't move like that. Right? Amazon does move. It still moves. It still moves great. It's still a great move. Like, I don't think that Facebook will catch it this year. Right. But what I do know is Amazon is taking market share from everybody else. The company still moves well, but it also goes through slumps where it doesn't pop back as fast. Remember, I told you, you got to learn how companies behave, how they move. So think about it. Apple moves like a like a mammoth. Right. It moves slowly, but then it'll stagnate for a while. And then you'll wake up one day, it goes from 179, and then three days and it went to 194. You're like, damn, wait up. But then it'll go two months where it gravitate between 182 and 194. It ain't gonna go nowhere. It's gravitate like that, right? Microsoft is kind of tricky. I haven't figured it out yet. That's why I don't do option plays in it. Alphabet does the same thing like Apple, but it does it more consistently. Am Apple go, am Apple, Alphabet goes up more than Apple. Like, it'll strike. But the problem with Alphabet is they always in an antitrust suit. They always in court. And Alphabet is always in court. Amazon, the thing about Amazon is it moves nice, but what hurts Amazon is it'll go through two quarters where it don't move at all. And the reason why it don't move is because Amazon goes through quarters where it won't make profit because it's investing in the business. And Jeff Bezos will tell you that. This quarter we ain't working on, we investing in the business. So Jeff always going to buy something. Well, not Jeff, but the people. They always going to buy something. They always going to buy another company. They always about taking market share, threatening somebody else's business. And so the market understands that. So they'll give you two quarters, two and a half quarters of movement, and then one quarter, they'll move so slow or go down because they don't already told you, yo, we always, we about to go and we about to go buy this company over here. You're like, bro, we just go about it. Well, are we going? But he tells you that. We about to take this quarter. Go look at Amazon. They tell you, yo, we about to take this quarter to go research and develop and buy something or uh, add on. To, they tell you that. Facebook and now Meta is different. Meta literally moves in chunks. Once it got past the Apple situation, yo, it moves. I'm not gonna lie, it moves, but it doesn't move like Nvidia. Nvidia moves like somebody running a full hunt, like a 40 yard dash. The problem with it is, it'll go. It'll have an extreme up. But then it'll give you an exhaustion 
where it go down $20, but then in, two, in three days, it'll eat the $20 back up. And it moves in bunches like that, dog. So I always tell people, like, understand the behavior. Understand the behavior. The only one I really can't understand is Microsoft, which is why I haven't done no option plays in it, because I haven't figured out how it moves yet. And I know that may sound weird, like, how are you talking about you know how it moves? You don't know how it moves. You get a feeling for how they operate. So that's at least that I, I do. You know what I'm saying? It's how I do. So because I understand that, I'm, I can feel that. Now, watch this, though. One, two, three, four, five, six. By the end of the year, Facebook will be in the top five. I can see that happening. I don't know. By the end of the year, Facebook will be in the top five. 100%. 100%. And it'll have to be Alphabet or Google. And the reason why I think it might be Google is because they always fight a lawsuit. They can't stop fighting lawsuits. You know what I'm saying? But it's not bad. I don't think, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't, watch this. Tesla going to be replaced by Eli Lilly. Now, I told people this. Jose, I told people this. I said, we got a Magnificent 7. This is the part Kramer didn't cop me on, but now they're trying to, they going to start copying me on it. I said, you really got a Magnificent 8. In what episode we said it, Jose? Go look it up. I said, we got a Magnificent 7, but we really got a Magnificent 8 if we add in Eli Lilly. Because guess what? Eli Lilly right now is a six, $642 billion. Episode 47. Episode 47. Shout out to Jose, man. Episode 47, I said we got a Magnificent 7, but we really got a Magnificent 8 because of Eli Lilly. Eli Lilly going to pass Tesla up. The, and the reason why Eli Lilly going to pass Tesla up is simple. Because China's economy is down. That is their biggest seller. And because they losing market share in China. Now, not in America. They still the big dog. But they losing market share in China to BYD. And then China keep coming up with other stuff. So they got to keep on cutting prices. As they keep cutting prices, that affects you in America. But Eli Lilly like, nah, dog. Bet. Tesla, $675 billion company. Guess what? Eli Lilly, $642 billion company. They coming for it. They coming for it. So I said it. I said, you got a Magnificent 7, but you really got a Mag 8 because of Eli Lilly. They coming. Jose definitely getting a raise, y'all. My dog getting a raise. All right, let's go a little further, Tootie. Man, Tootie about to be on me, dog. Like, dog. All right, watch this. The secret Apple car project is at a make or break moment. Apple is delaying and scaling back its plans to make an electric car to rival Tesla. But Apple says, hey, listen. By 2028, we'll drop this joint. 
Right now, Apple is definitely in. They are actually in. They're in need of innovation. It's a concept. So it's not really the car. It's, it's one of their concept cars. Um, but they don't want it to be fully autonomous. They say they do not want it to be fully autonomous, but it will be a hybrid of the computer, the laptop, and a car. And the glasses. That's going to be crazy. I'm not going to lie. God give me the strength to still be where I'm at financially. I'm going to get one. Why not? I'm already in the ecosystem. When I pull up the gear, they're going to be like, Mr. Howard, we got, you've been with us since 2008. We already got all your information. You can just buy the car with Apple Pay. Cuz, I'm going to make it bulletproof. <laughs> oh, you just caught Jose. You caught, they missed it. They missed it. Jose, they missed it. They missed Mr. Howard. Just, they gonna, all they're going to say is, it's not even going to be like a regular dealership. I already know. They're going to be like, put your, put your iCloud server in. Put your iCloud server in. Once you put your iCloud server in, they're going to pull up your name on iCloud. Yeah. Guess what? Your credit card already on. We don't even got to. Your down payment come out the credit card. We got you. We already got your information. We already got your, you already in our cloud. We know your credit score already. We know where you live at already. We got your address on file already. We got your credit card on file already. We got your credit score on file already. We got your customer persona on file already. We got the last four emails you put in here already. We got every iPhone you got already. We got six credit cards and a default card for you, bro. We good. We good. All you really got to do is go and sign the paper. It's going to be crazy. Now, here's what I will say. They need innovation. And they need it bad. Because they need more than the iPhone. So if you drop the glasses and the car. And here's what I want you to know. Jose, 2028, not that far away. Let's see. We'll probably be on episode what? So let's figure it. Let's figure it out. It's 2024. Hell no. You don't know, boy. Let's see. We got 52 weeks in a year times four. Right? Because it's 2024. All right. So that's 208 right there. Huh? Plus we already on episode what? 79. It's 287. Somewhere up and up. Somewhere up and up. Between 280 and 300. A couple special holiday episodes. You off like a mug. You guesstimated. You said three. I'm still I'm at 287. Boy, I would hate to give you some money. You, where my change at, my nigga? Ah, that's more than that. 
You said 320. I said this 287. That's, that's about 30 something. You all bunch of I'm account, cuz. Man, flush cuz, man. Flush cuz, man. Cuz tripping off him, man. Flush cuz, man. Man, flush him, man. Man, flush cuz, man. Cuz out of here, man. Tell us some 320. <laughs> he stood on me too. I can come, cuz. No, cut you off. <laughs> cuz say round it up, you hear me? <laughs> cuz say round it up. Alright. <laughs> say round it up. <laughs> boy, that's a nigga for you, boy. That nigga be all talking about not round it up, dog. What you talking about? <laughs> Flush cars again. I'll kill you. Alright, man. Huh. Man, let's get the lights up right quick, man. Make sure y'all share this. Jose, I'm gonna be real with you, dog. I don't like the fact that we are not in the top 10. You feel me? I don't like it. So I need everybody to um Go to Apple, Spotify, go download that. You feel me? You know, go download that. Let's get us, let's get us up there, y'all. We deserve that, man. Let's get out of there. All right, let's go a little further. Today. I it is, man. Netflix goes raw to five. <laughs> yeah. For five billion. Jose, I'll go raw for five billion, Jose. I would go wrong for five million. I definitely would. Off the dresser. Alright, so Netflix goes raw for five billion. Netflix to stream. WWE's raw starting next year and its biggest jump into live entertainment. Here's what I want us to understand. Live sports will not... So first of all, let me say this. Let me say this. Watch this. Shout out to my dog, Jose. A Netflix stock of weed keep you off the street. A Netflix stock of weed will keep you off the street. Jose. Netflix got us off the street today, cuz. Woo! Hey! Jose! Hey, man. I'm, I'm, listen, I have. I, <laughs> Jose, listen. For a long time, I clowned you about that statement. You hear me? Because it was a knockoff of an apple stock to keep the poverty away. But my dog, today, today, boy, you made up for it big time, boy. Today, you made up for it big time, boy. I'm, look, we on the show, and I'm still looking at the Robin Hood like, okay, we ain't. <laughs> ain't no Ivy Crush here. You feel me? My dog. A Netflix stock a week keep you off the street. It definitely kept us off the street today, dog. Uh, I appreciate you for. (laughs) 
I appreciate you for that. But let's let's get back to business. So watch this, though. I want I want y'all to understand something. We are witnessing. So I was talking to my dog today. Shout out to my dog. Um, I'm um, Malcolm Hayes. Malcolm Hayes. Shout out to him today. Who's on the phone? If you don't know who that is, that's Lulu from Raising Canaan. Right? You don't know who that is, Lulu from Raising Canaan. Um, I was talking to him on the phone today, and we was talking. Um, we had an amazing conversation for about two hours on the phone. Um, and uh, I, I, I love having conversation with with, with my people like that. Um. Because the inside the industry, <laughs> somebody say, imagine being a person that walked by their car and heard, I, I'm going to go raw for five billion. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all got to stop, bro. Y'all got to stop, man. <laughs> Shout out to the chat today, Jose. They turning up. The chat turning up today, man. I love y'all, man. I love y'all so much, man. Um, so let's talk about this though. We was on, and I love having conversations with my people then. And I told him, I said, say, bro, like we was on the con, we was on the phone. We was just talking, right? And I was like, dog, I was like, bro, we watching the death of TV. The TV is the eight-track now. Well, not the TV, let me say this, cable TV. Cable TV, right? Cable TV is the eight track now. And so now I'm, I'm telling you right now that none of, and, and I, I don't think people be listening to me when I say stuff, but I want y'all to listen to me. I want you to listen to me. I'm right here in this middle camera. I want you to listen to me real good. You do not need to own those old companies because those industries are dying. Them industries are dying. The Comcast, they out of here. AT&T, they not going well, but they not making no money. They out of here. Those, they are dying industries that you do not need to put your money in. You have the opportunity. We have the opportunity right now to look at where the growth is, and we have the opportunity now to be a part of the growth. That's what I love about the market, right? And I'm not saying nothing against real estate. Like, how much does it cost you to get in a gentrified area to try to get a house or build something in a gentrified area, right? That may cost, and I'm, I'm not the real estate expert, so I don't know. You probably got to get into the gentrified area before it starts getting gentrified so that you can get it at a low cost, right? Where what we are watching right now, we are watching the new genetic makeup take place of what the future about to look like. And so we was on the phone, me and Malcolm, and they talking. He was like, dog. And he said something to me, man, that really blew my mind. He said, bro, as good as an actor as I am, they can look at my track record and see how great of an actor I am. He said, what's the dude named Kaisen? That's his name? Kaisen. He said, that dude, Kaisen, right now can go get more money than me from any major network. I said, what? I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, run that back, dog. 
He said, bro, as good as my acting is, he said, bro, I embody, I say, bro, you embody the piss out them roles, dog. He said, bro, as good as my acting is, he said, man, that young king will go get more money than me right now. He said, I would be surprised if he don't got a network deal right now. He said, because he got the attention. They'll, they'll put him in position to be what they need him to be. Not trying to like milk him or nothing, but like, oh, you don't know how to act? Don't worry about it. We'll create something that you're good at what you're doing. And we'll give you a big deal because you got attention. He said, bro, he said a duke. And he wasn't shitting on him. He was giving me perspective. He was like, bro, I can outact that dude with my eyes closed. But that ain't the thing no more. He said, bro, I was, bro, I, man, he gave me so much game today on his phone. He said, bro, I'm going to tell you something. Major movies don't make money. Major movies are merely marketing campaigns. For the people involved. He said most movies lose money, bro. But it's a marketing campaign for the director. It's a marketing campaign for the writer. It's a marketing campaign for the screen person. It's a marketing campaign for the, uh, the, the, the product placement. It's a parking, uh, marketing campaign for the, the dress person. It's a marketing campaign because everybody now is going toward what you're doing. I say, wait, hold up. What you mean what I'm doing? He said, bro, you gotta, you don't even realize Bro, you got attention. You might don't have what you think, what you, but you got a, the average person can't go get the attention that you have. He said, but people like, oh boy, he said, bro, he said, why you think Jake Paul and them can make so much money? They got attention, dog. He said, why you think Mr. Beast can get a hundred billion dollar deal from Amazon? Attention. The, the same budget that they putting in the movie, he, they gonna give it to him he said, bro, he's, and this blew my mind right quick, bro. When I said this blew my mind, look what he said. We on the phone, he said, bro, what's the average you see Mr. Beast do? I said, bro, I seen him get 20 million views in an hour. He said, now watch this. That's 20 million views. That means 20 million eyeballs hit that. And it didn't cost him, it didn't cost him what it cost to make a production movie. But guess how he getting paid? I said, he getting paid from advertising, branded. He said, of course. He said, bruh, the color purple. Oh, this blew my mind. He said, the color purple was a hundred million dollar production. And they lost money on it. They lost. He said, compared to the production, he said, and they ain't even talking about the marketing. We just talking the production. He said, and they marketed the hell out of that movie. They didn't make a hundred million back, bro. They made way less than a hundred million. Book of Clarence, production. They didn't make that back. He said, so why do you, he said, watch this. It's easier for them to go give Mr. Beast a deal because I, he gonna go get me 30 million views. He gonna go get me 30, 40 million eyeballs that I can run ads in. So now, why would I go put a hundred million? I don't, I'm not doing a hundred million on a color purple no more. I'm not doing 50, 60 million on a book of Clarence no more. I'm not doing them type of movies because I can go get Mr. Beast a hundred million and throw my ads in there and I'm good. I said, oh, Brandon was with me. I said, B, we about to turn up. 
He said, bro, you don't even understand that what you have, Trap, he said, bro, if you just keep honing in and getting it and crafting it and molding it, he said, bro, you got it. You just got to build it out. You got to build the infrastructure. You got it. And it made me go back to something that I would listen to Mr. B say, bro. I was on the, um, um, somebody said, yep, they keep making the same movie. Facts. So it made me go think about something I heard Mr. B say, bro. On an interview, he said, and oh, Malcolm told me something too. He said, you know why this dude, Mr. B, so good? He said, well, people don't realize in the content space, if you go listen to his interviews, he literally giving you the game. And he told me something. He said, the dude really cracked the media game, not because he was trying to make money, but because he was obsessed with YouTube. He cracked the code not because he was trying to make money. He was obsessed with creating content on YouTube. He said, Trap, you know what our problem is? We try to outthink because we so smart. We not realizing that this shit is really simple. We so smart. We don't think. So bro, I'm going to be real with you. He broke something down to me. I was talking to B. I know that we ain't talking about this right now. He said, bro, watch this. He said, you want to know how to go? He, bro, this broke, this blew my mind. This blew my mind. And I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say, I ain't going to go into what he told me because I, I don't want nobody to use a clip and use it and he, my dude get messed over. But he said something to me. He said, you know what a viral moment is, Trap? He said, most people, he said, I get, he said, I get pissed off at these content creators because they try to go viral. He said, all the viral moment is, is a moment that makes you say, oh, shit. I said, what? He said, a viral moment is an oh, shit moment, just like a great movie is an oh, shit movie. It's a moment where you watch something and you go, oh, shit. And so the first thing we thought about was, watch this. We talked about Denzel. He said, is Denzel a great actor? I said, hell yeah. He said, why do you think he only got a Grammy for, well, not only, well, why do you think his most, because he got one for um, Glory too. People don't know that. Huh? But he said, do you think, watch this. He said, do you think, do you think that training day is better contextually than Malcolm X. I say, hell no. He said, but guess what? Everybody don't resonate with Malcolm X. But here's what everybody, this was the one that blew my mind when he said this. He said, but no matter if you black or white, everybody resonate with this psychology. A crooked cop and a do-right cop. You trying to figure out if the crooked cop going to turn the good cop into a bad cop, but the bad, the good cop wound up fighting the bad cop, but there's so many oh shit moments in there. Boom, they go into the house, they shoot the other cop, they get the bricks, the work from other thing. That's an oh shit moment. It keeps you, can, it keeps you in the movie. The reason why it keeps you in the movie because now you're trying to see what the good cop and the bad cop come do. Your brain trying to figure out that they're not, you're not worrying about it black or white. You're not worrying about that. You just worrying about it's action. The next thing is, now what happens is you have a moment 
where the white dude get threw in the tub, he get beat up by some Mexican dude. It's an oh shit moment. It keeps you glued to it. Then you hear the, now you trying to find out is the bad cop going Get, is the good cop going to prevail? Because Denzel, the monster this episode, he, he running from the Russians and then he, the whole hood scared of him. So he's trying to figure out when he's like, it's a bunch of old shit moments in the movie. He said, now nah, watch this. Go find that in Malcolm X. I said, God damn. He said, I ain't talking about the, he said, I'm just saying from the mind. Because the mind and the psychology of people, bruh. Bro, when he told me that on the phone, I threw my phone. I said, oh. I said, bro, you brilliant. He said, nah, bro, I just know the game. He said, my problem is I'm just too smart. And because I'm so smart, I think I got this revolutionary idea that I can change people's mind and do that when I ain't realizing me trying, that don't work. You're going to get your audience, but that ain't mass scale. He said, now think about all the movies that you've seen that was real blockbuster hits. They were oh shit moments. I said, God, dog. Then he went deeper with me, though. He said, I'm going to tell you something about movies that nobody understands. The movies that will always be the bestsellers will always be action, crime, thrillers. Because those are the movies that keeps the mind engaged. I say, bro, you just gave me a master class. He said, don't get me wrong. Color Purple is probably a, it's a great movie. But everybody ain't gonna relate to that. He said, then he told me about Tyler Perry. He said, now Tyler did something that was amazing because what he did was he found a way to go captivate the black audience, but he did it because he went the Underground Railroad. He didn't go movie theater first. He went to every black church in America and he went and got in our living room. That's what made him brilliant. Because at that point, we were so familiar with him, we didn't care about the quality of the movie. We just understood who was talking to us because every black person knew of my deal. I said, damn, dog. He said, now watch this. When Tyler Perry tried to do an action movie, it flopped because it was outside of what he had already cultivated his audience for. I say, dog. It, 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 it blew my mind, bro. Just the psychology on how smart he was. And you say, Trap, if you can, if you can, I'm good. I said, bro, like, I was on the phone for two hours, bro, and I was just like, damn, dog. It was just a banger to me, dog. Like, just, I never thought about it like that. So, and I said all that to say this. I know we talked about the dude Kai Sent. Oh, what's his name? Kai Sinat. I don't want to say it's wrong, wrong, wrong. But that's what we talked about, Mr. Beast, and he was like, bro, this is the new wave. Like, the movie theater thing is just because it's a part of America. It's a part of the American way, but it's, 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 it's a bigger deal behind that. 
He said, bro, like the streaming and the, the, the YouTubers and the people like you, bro, like, bro, y'all got it. Your only job right now, Trap, is to keep evolving, keep getting better. And that's how you're going to kill a game, bro. You, you got a model to be here for the next 20 years, bro. You just got to not stop. And you got to find a way to do other stuff. So you got to come up with your movies and you come up with your things. He said, the crazy part was, this was killer, Jose. He said, you don't even got to put your movie on the big screen, dog. He said, bro, put your movie on YouTube. Put your movie on Facebook. Go to your audience, dog. You don't got to go to Netflix. You don't got to go to do none of that. You know why? Because if you put your movie on Facebook and you put your movie on YouTube, Netflix going to come to you just like they went to Mr. Beast. I said, anyway, Netflix is now into entertainment. So now we got to think about it. Netflix, Google, everybody now has a way to stream live sports. Taken away from the big cable networks. So now we're looking at a new way. So here's what I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to be real with you. There's only going to be a few streaming services that stand the test of time. But I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Between Netflix and between Amazon, you're going to make a lot of money. And YouTube, Google. That's why I think they're not going to go nowhere. But between Amazon, Netflix, and YouTube, you need to own one of them, y'all. You need to own one of them. And the reason why you need to own one of them is because streaming is the new way we're going to watch TV. Think about it right now. We talked about 2B2, but I'm going to get into it. Think about it right now. If you in the chat right now, do you still got cable TV? Who in the chat paying for cable TV? You feel me? Nobody paying for cable TV no more. Guess what you pay? If you got Xfinity, guess what you paying for them for? You paying for the internet. You paying for internet service, but you ain't paying for cable TV. You feel me? All right, let's go a little further, man. All right, so here you go right here. We looking at, you know, change of spending, uh, ad spending, cable TV, social media. And this is where the ad's coming from. This is where the ad's coming from. Put that on the big screen, too. I want them to see this. Put that on the big screen. I want them to see this. Change the ad spending by channel. I want to put it, like, cover the screen. I want them to see it big, Tootie. Yeah, I'm about to. I want y'all to see that. So look, TV, page search, linear. You feel me? I wanted y'all to see that. Let's go a little further. Look at that. US TV and ad spending. They don't got to go to, it, I'm telling you, it's shrinking. They not about to be spending as much money on just TV ads no more. They going to streaming. It's, it's only made rights. 
Exactly. Super Bowl, big media. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Apple and Pepsi be fighting over who doing the Super Bowl. Who get the biggest bids? You know why? Because it's the most watched thing at one time in America. The Super Bowl. So let's go a little further. So watch this, man. Black wealth has entered the chat, man. Salute to y'all. Nothing against none of my white people, but uh, my Spanish people. My Asians, Latinos, my Native Americans. Nothing against y'all. We love y'all. Boys clean, huh? So watch this. Black investors, I wrote this down, y'all. This was a great thing for me to see. Black investors uh, have, the black demographic has selected by Charles Schwab, courtesy of the Wall Street Journal, 60% of black households under 40 now own stocks compared to 57% of the same age bracket of white Americans. Uh, 58% of households in America in total now own stocks. That's up 5% from 2022. Again, I'm not saying nothing against white people or nobody else. I'm just saying black people, welcome to the party. That's all I'm saying. I know somebody going to take this. I'm not saying nothing about nothing. All I'm saying is reported by Charles Schwab to the Wall Street Journal, 68% of black residents under 40 own stocks. That's more than the 57% of its white counterparts, meaning white people of the same, let me say this, Caucasian people, let me not say, Sound so harsh, right? Our Caucasian brethren. How that sound, Jose? Right? Our Caucasian brethren. Right? That way it sound like it ain't so harsh. So make sure, Jose, when y'all use the clip, you use the part where I said the Caucasian brethren. Right? So nobody don't take that bad. Right? So 60% of, 68% of black people under the age of 40 um, own stocks compared to 57% of our white brethren that own 57% of the same age bracket. Welcome home. But in total, 58% of Americans, meaning all of us, black, white, Mexican, Asian, Spanish, and everybody else in between, if I miss you, it's not on purpose, uh, own stocks, and that's up from 5%. That's up 5% from 2022. Here's what I want us to understand, man. Welcome to the game, y'all. Welcome to the game, y'all. And that's what I mean when I say Wall Street looks like us now. We got a long way to go. When we talk about that financial Armageddon, we getting there. It don't happen overnight, y'all, but it's a fight that we fight every day. That's why, I, and I'm going to be real with you, it ain't even just me. I'm going to take this time to say it's everybody. It's a collective. I ain't got to name names and all that, but collective. It's a collective effort for everybody that's out here doing the right thing, trying to help the everyday hardworking person. And I'm going to keep it real. My aim is to help black people get in the game, but I'm not shy from helping my Caucasian brethren, my Asian brethren, my Mexican brethren, my Spanish brethren, my Italian brethren. I'm not, I'm not, my, I'm not shying away from nobody. My perspective going to always come from a black man's perspective because I watched the harm and danger, the hurt, the pain, the strife. But I also grew up in a neighborhood where me and the Spanish dudes fought almost every two days. And both of us was poor. 
And they had a couple white folks that lived around the corner that tried to hustle too. They wasn't successful, but they smoked weed with us and we was cool with that too. And we all was poor. Because I say it all the time, poverty doesn't have an ethnicity that it, that it focuses on. But neither does wealth if we all get the information and the education to play the game. And for me, that's the bigger thing. So I don't want people to think that just because I'm pro-black that I'm anti-anything. I'm anti-ignorance. I'm anti-hate. I am anti-racism. I am anti-inequality. But I'm pro-everybody get this money. That's a clip, Jose. I'm pro-everybody get this money. You feel me? I'm pro-everybody get this money. And I keep saying it to everybody, while we crying to the government to give us reparations for us as black people, go get it out the market. And then if they do decide to give it to you, you up, up. You up, up. You know what I'm saying? Because when we all poor and we all struggling, guess what we all want? Some money. When them lights do, the, the bill collector don't care if you white, black, Spanish, they be like, where my money? That daycare, they want some money. Uncle Sam, he really don't care. He wants your money. And so the goal for us to fight in this financial Armageddon is to arm ourselves with the tools necessary to, eat, to be able to go get the money, to print the money. And that's why I love the stock market. I don't got nothing against real estate. And I keep saying I don't got nothing against crypto. I don't got nothing against nothing. I'm pro get the money. But I'm also pro stock market. Because I know for generations, they have been using this market to get money. And here's what I want you to understand. In 1999, when NVIDIA went public, I'm sorry, 2003, NVIDIA went public. That man had 30, he had 39 million shares. Or he had five, 3 million shares worth, watch this, $39 million. Watch this. He had 3 million shares worth $39 million. Today, those shares are worth $85 billion. 2003. 2003. 21 years. 3 million shares worth $39 million. 20 years later, they were 85 billion. And now he on the Forbes list. He built the company. He improved the company. And all he and all he did was hold on to his shares. All he did was hold on to his shares. And his network increased over time. Here's the thing. We in an opportunity right now where we can see the growth, y'all. We can see the growth. It's right before our eyes. Bro, we don't got to go invest in Ford. We don't got to go invest in 
Johnson and Johnson. We don't got to invest in AT&T because we looking for the dividend. We, we don't got to do that. Them companies ain't doing nothing for us. But guess what? Facebook just invested $10 billion in buying NVIDIA chips. Amazon trying to take over the world one sector at a time. NVIDIA is trying to fund the chips that's going to run the world. Eli Lilly trying to make sure everybody gets slim in the world because 79% of America is obese. Apple won't make sure everybody got an Apple phone. YouTube will make sure you're on YouTube and Gmail. Uber gonna make sure people don't gotta use cabs no more. DraftKings making sure everybody doing sports betting. I'm just saying, we watching the streaming wars. We not using cable TV no more. We watching the world change in front of our face, but yet we deciding to party and be entertained and we not making the decision to be educated. So when we get into the financial Armageddon, now we blaming everybody but ourselves because we ain't prepared of vituals. It's right in our face. It's right in our face. It's right in our face. And the thing about it now, guess what, y'all? I'm going to keep it 100 with you. If you start your kids early, you ain't got to tell them, go to school, get a good job. You can say, go finish school, and I'm going to teach you how to invest, and you're going to be a millionaire. Because I've been learning how to invest before... I've been learning how to invest when you was a toddler. I've been learning how to invest when you wasn't even here yet. So now when you're here, guess what? By the time you make 10, I'm already putting you on game. I'm already making you a millionaire because as soon as you came out of the womb, I opened up the custodial account for you and start putting money in it. By the time you turn 13, I already told you how to play the options game already. So now you can play options while you in school, while your kid, while your friends running around playing hide and seek on Saturdays and Sundays, you learning karate and options. So you already know how to generate money for yourself. So now you can go out in the world and be whatever you want. You ain't got to babysit your brothers and sisters. You ain't got to quit school at 15. You ain't got to go sell dope, young king. You ain't got to go sell your honey pot, young queen. You ain't got to go strip in the club, young queen. You know why? Because I don't care what they doing. I done already told you and taught you and embedded in you and programmed you how to get this money, how to print this money, how to be a millionaire and not lose it. I done already taught you that. And we looking at it, y'all. We looking at it. The generation before us ain't have access to the information that we have. We understand that they did the best they did with what they could. They was too busy fighting for our civil rights. They was too busy trying to fight for our human rights. They couldn't get us no money. Dr. King had the poor man's campaign. He, when he figured out he was trying to get us some money, he had a debate. Do I try to get our civil rights so we still ain't being treated like humans or do I teach us how to get some money? I be damned if I do, I be damned if I don't. And he got taken away from him before he can decide when he did make the decision to say, well, if we get our money right, then we can do the, the out of here. Malcolm was like, nah, bro. I'm, I'm, we gonna fight for the human right, bro. They got at least chill like human beings over here. Uh-uh, out of here. Fred Hammond said, uh, I'm going to get, it ain't just black. I got to get the white, the black, and the Spanish. The Rainbow Coalition, guess what? You talking about too much unity. Out of here. The people before us had so many different fights to fight. And I'm not saying that we don't still got them same fights. What I am saying is we got so much more information. And we can learn from where they went wrong. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. 
But I'm saying as we got machine, we got so much information. We got so much more information than that they have, yo. If we get our money right, we can make them respect us. And I ain't talking about racism. I'm talking about classism. If you get your, the reason why they don't respect us because our money ain't right. Once we get our money right, once we get our money right, come on, man. What you talking about? I own 10,000 shares of Walmart. Stop playing with me. I own 15,000 shares of such and such. Stop playing with me. I own 100,000 shares of Apple. Stop playing with me. I own 50,000 shares of Google. Stop playing with me. My family been owning 30,000 shares of Google since. Stop playing with me. That's a whole different ball game. We start talking like that. I'm in the shareholders meeting. Stop playing with me. As a family, we own 100,000 shares. Stop playing with me. As a family, we own 1% of your... Stop playing with me. My voting right now... Whoa, hold up, Mr. Hold up, Mrs. Hold up. Yeah, stop playing with me. You can talk different like that. It don't happen overnight. But we got time. We talking generationally. When we start changing the mindset from being the consumer and saying, I'm the owner. I might have ain't built the business, but guess what? I've been owning it for 20 years. What you think they'll tell you if NVIDIA, if, if 2003, you invested your money in it and your money grew with his money? What do you think would happen if you invested in Facebook in 2010 when they put it out and now when it was $47 a share and a stock up all... What, what you think? You, you got how many shares? 100,000. Hold up. <laughs> Mr. Howard, what you want to talk about here? You think they're going to lowball you? You think they're going to talk crazy to you? No. Because 100,000 shares, 200,000 shares is a whole different conversation. I promise you that. And you know how you do that? You use the options market. You know how you do that? You use the money you're working for. And you keep buying ownership in the companies that you already see taking over the world. I ain't say nothing about the companies that you use. I say you buy ownership in the companies that you see taking over the world and you buy as much of them as you can because America ain't going to fall until they fall. And if they fall, America fall, then your money ain't no good anyway. I'm just saying, look at the game a little bit different. That's all I'm saying. So shout out to everybody that's in the game, man. Let's go. I love that button, Jose. You should never give me that one, dog. Matter of fact, you should have given me that one. That's the one right there. That bass in there. Let's go a little further, y'all. Tune in what you got for me, dog. All right. So <laughs> this was crazy when I read this. Meet a millionaire at Olive Garden or Applebee's. So watch this. I was reading an article and the article said this. The article said that while most high net worth individuals are very rarely will be seen with poor people, because of what's going on in the world right now, the places where you will best see a high net worth individual is at Olive Garden or Applebee's or a restaurant of the such. The reason why, because people want to eat at so-called Better restaurants for cheaper. High come income in America is rarely mixed with poor people except at restaurants like Olive Garden. Ticker symbol D-R-I or Applebee's ticker symbol D-I-N. Bruh, when I read this article, I said, you got to be kidding me. And I thought about it. 
they may have some truth in that. Because every night they're not going to want to go to fine dining. And matter of fact, I got a problem. So with all the females who want cheat, I'm going to the Cheesecake Factory. I'm going to Olive Garden. I'm not always going to no goddamn on what the thing is to do. I'm not always going to getting a tomahawk steak and all that. I don't even eat red meat like that. Come on, man. Y'all tripping out here. I'm a cheesecake factory and give me the chili shrimp thing. I th- think it tastes good. Southwest Jamaican jerk chili. I need that. Come on, man. You feel me? For the females that don't want to go, you missing out on the millionaires. The millionaire in there by itself eating some pasta. The millionaires at Applebee's getting a two for 20. That's what I'm saying. You missing on a two for 20. Come on, man. But this, this report really blew me. I was like, damn, that's crazy. It's crazy how people find stats for stuff that I don't. Shout out to Steve for this graphic. This is a good bad graphic. I like this graphic. I don't know what he, I don't know how he generated this. I don't know what he did to come up with this. But this is hard. This is hard. The boy got the pasta with the gold chain on. It's like a upgrade of uh, what it is? What it uh what's the one they shot in New Orleans, man? Mm-mm. The black dude and the white girl. I mean, the black dude and the black chick. What did, what's the other one? What's the word for it, though? What's the movie? Slim and what? No, who about? Queen and Slim. Like a, like a fancy Queen and Slim right here. <laughs> Let's go a little further, Tootie. I watch this, man. Big tech is new money. Old money is old, oil money is old gold. It's kind of what I talked about a little bit earlier. Look at this, man. In 2023, profits, $255 billion in profits came from Facebook, Google, Microsoft, and Apple. The same year, only $116 billion came from BP, Shell, Chevron, Exxon, and Armco. That's a blowout. Here's the crazy part. We only use four companies. Meta, Google, Microsoft, Apple. I keep telling y'all nobody don't make more money than Apple. Y'all keep thinking I'm playing. The people made $108 billion in profit last year, bro. Nobody make more money than them people, bro. But let's look at it from a big scale. Two, they make that one big on the screen so they can see it. Watch this. Here's the crazy part, bro. Like, you talking about six of the biggest oil companies. Armaco, Exxon, Chevron, Shell, and BP. That's the five big dogs. Watch this. The biggest oil company made $62 billion in profits. Watch this. The Top three made 58, 75, 108. But check this out. At 12 billion from Facebook, it still made as much as the other three. BP, Shell, Chevron.
You feel me? I'm telling y'all, I get it. I, 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 I'm not mad at it. But I don't need to own all your companies no more. I don't need to own BP. I don't need to own Shell. I don't need to own Chevron. I don't need to own Exxon. I don't need to own them companies, fam. I don't need to own them. I'm chasing growth. That's where the money at, man. Now, if you build a dividend portfolio out, different story. I'm not mad at it. I'm chasing growth. This ain't the same stock market. It done evolved. It done evolved. You don't got to own Ford. You don't got to own Verizon for the dividend. I don't got to own energy. Why do I got to own that? All right, cool. I'm growth. Watch this. I'm chasing the dividend. Guess what? I'm going to go buy Costco and Eli Lilly and get stellar performance and growth. And, and I'm going to get stellar performance and a good dividend. You can balance good performance. I'm going to go get the Home Depot. I'm going to go get the good performance and a dividend. I don't got to own them old stocks, man. They ain't doing it. I don't care what nobody say. I don't talk to anybody on CNBC because I'm listening to people on CNBC. Yeah, I still own Pfizer. Why you own Pfizer? The thing now, 29%, you own Pfizer and you managing my money, man? Yeah, I've owned AT&T. Yeah, I own Verizon. Man, if, I, if you got anybody that's running your money and they say they own AT&T or Verizon, fire them and get your money out of their thing right now. If you got somebody that's managing your money and they say we own Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, AT&T, Verizon, man, good. I'm good. Give me my money. You know why? Because I can own Costco and they're going to give me a big old dividend. Now, here's the thing. They're going to look at the percentage. Well, it's only a Z, man. And they're going to give me a special dividend every two, every three, four years. $10, $15 per share. Come on, we talking about the activity, man. What we talking about here, man? This ain't the same. It's a new market, family. And we got to play the game different. Let's go a little further. Two or four, I go to shouting like Martin Luther King up in here, boy. I seen a mountaintop. Let's go, man. Right here, man. Mark Zuckerberg spends $10 billion on NVIDIA chips and another $10 billion worth on the way. So Mark Zuckerberg bought 350000 of those uh NVIDIA chips, I think it's the HQ1. I may be saying it wrong. It's the H-something 100. Um, but he says he's going to need about another 600 more to do his entire infrastructure. So he going AI. Mark is going for the gusto. He going for the gusto. So when everybody was saying Facebook over. Facebook out of here. Apple done killed them. What Trap said? Shit. Boy ain't got no debt on the table. 
Boy ain't got no dirt on the table. Boy, a mad scientist out here, man. Boy, built that from nothing. Boy, to reshape the world. You let that boy about to go out just because you done stopped spinning ass on him? You done, boy, stop playing on me. Bet. Boy, put all the blue check scammer people out of business. Boy, put all the blue check scammer people out of business first. Then he said, all right, I ain't gonna spend the $10 billion a year on the metaverse. I'm gonna bring it down to $3 billion. Bet. Then guess what he did? He forced us to make reels. Your pictures ain't getting, if you ain't, if you ain't a female, you feel me? If you ain't a female, none of your steel pics work. Boy, it forced us. Or oh, some children, or some type of emote, your steel pictures don't work. That's what you gotta post it as, real. So guess what you start doing? You start using your still pictures as a reel, put music behind it. Mark ain't playing no game. You gonna post these reels? You gonna post them? Boy, change that site in front of our face and force us. I don't like how to do Facebook work. Guess what you doing? Posting reels. Boy said y'all gonna be on TikTok. I bet you gonna post these reels. That's what you gonna do. Guess what we started doing? Posting reels. Nah, I can't get on Instagram without somebody else showing me how to make content. They do this with your camera. Do this with your phone. I'm like, God damn. I got a hard time posting a reel. Then guess what he said? Guess what happened? Then the earnest call guess what he said, oh, real has generated such and such billion dollars. I guess so. You know, forced everybody on to use them. It don't matter. I'm sure I got a rival for TikTok. That's all that mattered to him. And now guess who's going through their problems? Apple. That's why they're going through problems. Saying you done blocked me, but guess what? Now you got patent issues with the watch. They done stop making, you can't sell a watch for it. You got to figure that out. You feel me? He playing the game. He playing the game. Now he done outperformed Apple like crazy, up a hundred and some percent. Bingo! So the same people that was like, Facebook trash. Trap said, buy more. Buy more. Man, Trap, you tripping. Buy that 89. Buy that 89. Buy that. Guess what it's at now? 300 something. Tree hunting something. I play on Mark, man. Now look what he's saying. I need 600,000 of the NVIDIA chips to figure out, to do my infrastructure correctly. Guess what that's telling you? I'm going to be here, partner. Guess what that's telling you? I see what TikTok doing. I ain't tripping. What, what they done done, what they done done now. They done exploded to where they going to be at. Guess what? They got a, guess what? They audience good over there, but guess what? I ain't going nowhere, partner. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, I ain't going nowhere. I don't I don't realize that they ain't much as a they a threat, but they ain't they ain't gonna never stop. I'm here. They gonna do what they do, they got room for all of us now. I'm here. I'm gonna keep <coughs> I got more, guess what? I got more money than them. I'm the biggest advertising. I'm here. Family. All three of them, fam. Playing with 
Stop playing with Mark, man. Do the mad scientist, man. Dude got us addicted to this thing, bro. Dude, went, the dude paid a whole level of different kind of psychology on us, bro. The dude laid up there and made a, the thing scroll. The, the dopamine just keep not scroll. I need it. I need it. Bro, when I watched that Social Dilemma movie, I said, this dude is a mad scientist, dog. He dangerous. He dangerous. Let's go a little further, man. Ooh, somebody said something crazy. Ooh, I saw that. Somebody said plot twist. We already in the metaverse. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, what? That was good there, King. Ooh. That was, that was good. That was good. Plot twist. We already in the metaverse. Ooh. And watch when you just see people in a couple years, everybody's just walking around with stupid glasses on. All right, let's go a little further. All right, so there's two ways to build your portfolio, right? The one way is the contrarian way, which is find a good company and buy it when no one wants it. That's kind of the way I like to buy. Now, I'm going to give you two different concepts about this, and this is important um, because most people... There's always a battle. Um, I'm not so much as a buy the dip person, and it's a great explanation on why, right? Because if you look at buying a dip, in most cases, when you buy a dip, you're actually buying as the stock goes up. And the reason why you're doing that is because stocks typically go up more than they go down. Just on average, 76% of the time, stock market goes up. Now, I'm not mad at you for doing that because for most people, that's the easier way to invest because you just keep it consistently add on to your position. But just know that when you're investing like that, what you're doing is you're adding, you're, in, you're consistently increasing your cost basis. So in this situation, you're going for position more than profit. Right? In this situation, you're going for position more than profit. But at some point, you got to stop buying. So your profit can catch up. For me, I like the more contrarian situation because I like to buy a stock when it goes on sale and buy a lot of it. And then every year, it's easier for me to reevaluate the company so I can know when to buy it again if it goes on sale. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's easier to say, all right, here's what the company is worth. Here's what I'm willing to buy that. And here's the price range. So if you're in a Patreon, you know I do something. I said, here's the value. Here are triple bean. I used to say, here's the value of a triple bean price. Here's my buy. Here's traps buy-in. Here's trap load the boat. Every time I put a stock in there, I say that. Here's the value. Here's the buy-in price. Here's my load the boat. And all that simply means is, here's what it worth. No matter what the stock price is, here's what it's worth. Here's where I'll buy it at, meaning here's where I start a position at, and if it hits this price, here's where I load up at. I, 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 it's, it's what I do. It's what I understand. But either way can work for you. It's just know that when you're doing this way, 
When you go on a dollar cost average way, you're going for position, not profit. If you go on a contrarian way, you're going for position and profit because you're saying, I'm going to load up when it hits this price. So now that's where keep loading your clip becomes the most important thing you can do. And so every year what we're doing is we say, okay, these are the companies I've owned. Let me now go back and see what is evaluated at, but I'm keep loading my clip up and I'm not missing out on the run because I already own it. Watch this. This is where the contrarian rate becomes so dope because I'm not missing out on the run because I already own it, but also I can play the options market and get in it while it... Mm. Come on now. Come on now. We in this game to do what? That's why the goal for me is Load the clip. Don't stop loading the clip. Keep loading your clip up. Don't stop loading your clip up. You know why? Because you never know when something gonna go on sale and you gotta unload. It may hit your strike price, I mean, it may hit your load up price, or it may hit your buy-in price. But you need to keep loading the clip so you can do that. I don't wanna always be buying once a month. I don't like that, it don't fit me. Let's go a little further. So that's your two ways, man. You know, I hope I helped y'all with that just now. All right, good, 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 good. What's good? What's good? Jose, how you feeling tonight? Yeah. How you feeling, dog? You feel good? I think it's a good night tonight, dog. Yeah, we've been on it, man. We've been on it, man. We've been on it. Yeah, man, I see that, man. I see that, man. All right, so as y'all know, man, this is our flush it or flip it. Flip it or flush it. Whatever you want to call it. It's up to you. All right, first up to bat is Tesla. Now, we already know that Tesla goes up for earnings tomorrow. People keep asking me, what do I think Tesla's going to do? I'm not, I'm going to just tell my people in the Patreon right now, I am not putting no Tesla calls in. Don't be looking, waiting for it. I'm staying away from it right now. Too much going on in China. Um, I still believe in Tesla for the long term, for sure. Uh, I own over 550 shares of the company. My goal is to own 10,000 of it. I don't think it's going away no time soon because I think it's the biggest, it is still the wave of, uh, EVs in America. Uh, I love the way it has broadened the scope as far as adding the charging stations as a hybrid for more people. So that's how I feel about that. Uh, let's go, man. Tesla, how do you feel about it? Jose, flush it up, flipping. I like the flip. I like the flip. All right, next. ASL, ASML, uh, it engages in the development, production, uh, marketing, sales, upgrading, and services of advanced semiconductor equipment. What this does is it is, they make, they make, they, you need, you cannot make a chip without ASML. You cannot make a chip without them. 
So NVIDIA makes the chips, but they are the people they got to go through. The, they need them. They are, they are a component of the chip that you cannot upgrade or service your equipment. They make the equipment to make the chip. Put it like that. They make the equipment to make the chip. Uh, the stock was up 18% last year. 19% last year, and it's up 8% year to date. How we feel about it, Jose? I like it. All right, the next company on deck is... Oh, I can't see it. Oh, Land Research. So this is a company I put up for a while ago, um, and I think I gave it to y'all for free in... I did a workshop one time and I said, yo, this company is a winner. So the company is called Lamb Research. The company designs and manufacturing, refurbish and provision for semiconductor processing equipment used in fabrication in integrated units. So this, they fabricate just like ASML. They fabricate and refurbish. You feel me? Right? Uh, semiconductor processing equipment. Uh, the company was up 76% last year. It's up 9% year to date. What are we doing with that, Jose? 81%. I ain't got to tell y'all. Y'all know who Visa is. Visa is the biggest. And I say biggest, I mean the biggest. When it comes to putting out your credit cards, debit cards, and all kind of other cards, right? Visa was up 20% last year. It's up 4% year to date. How we feel about Visa, Jose? I ain't mad at it. I like Visa. American Express, man, it is the first cousin to Visa. It's not as big as Visa, but I do feel like American Express is the many rich people's and the rich people's and the future rich people's credit card. True. They, nobody has a better point packaging system. <laughs> they cards are just dope. <laughs> yeah, hey, I remember. I'm not even gonna lie, to you dog. I remember I got my first Amex dog. You know I'm from the hood, bro. Look, I was in. The, I get at. Uh, I went to a restaurant and the girl like, ooh, this heavy. I said, y'all. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's more with that cake. Yeah. And I had, at the time I had two, I had the gold and the platinum. Mm -hmm. I said, she said, ooh, this heavy. I said, y'all. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. It's, yeah. You, you feel it. This ain't plastic. <laughs> Jose be catching my stuff, bro. He on it. Jose be catching it. I hit it with the, you feel me? You feel it? Don't talk about when I get that black card. It's on. You got to be invited to get a black card? No, it's based off the of spin, though, right? It was like a, it was a minimum spin. Of what? I thought it was 250. It ain't 250. Nah, I'm killing 250. I think it got to be a million. I think it's like a million. I Somebody told me it ain't worth it though. Somebody told me it ain't worth it. It was like, 
because of what you paying annually on it, isn't like you good with the business and the platinum. Yeah, that black card, I think you could put a jet on that thing. Damn. I don't need it. Yup. Buy my, I'm gonna get that with Apple Peter, who's it? Anyway, American Express, man, up 22% last year, minus 1% year to date. How y'all feel about it? American Express. I like it, man. All right, next on the list is a company called Mug, but make sure you get M-O-G.A. That's the A class. So, it designs and manufactures and systems integrated for precision motion and fluid control systems for aerospace and defensive markets. So the fluids that move around in aerospace and jets and airplanes, they do that. They segment, design, manufacture, and integrate the primary and secondary flight controls for military and commercial aircraft. They also use controlling satellites, Space vehicles, hold up. Space vehicles? Damn. Launch equipment and armored combat vehicles, tactical and strategic missiles, security and surveillance, and defensive applications. They get busy. They get busy. Watch this. They was up 59% last year. They down 0.18%. So less than, yeah, they, yeah that's crazy. How we feel about it? Was they be flushing up flipping? They still say flip. We flip the I like that. I was interested when I said that. They made the control systems and the fluids. The fluid control sort of, they like the oil things that go through the aircrafts. They, all the lubrication, they make that. And they got the satellites, the armored cars, the, ta- the jets. Whatever the space vehicles look like, the launching vehicle. Ooh, I'm about to do some homework on that. I'm gonna circle that. Huh? Probably. That's the one that told Mark, build that bunker, dog. You out here tripping. You out here tripping, Mark. You better build that bunker. All right, so next on the list is Parker. Hanif, ticket symbol PH, they engage in the manufacture of motion and control technologies. It operates through diversified industrial and aerospace systems. The diversified industrial segment sells products to both original equipment, manufacturers, and distributes who serve the replacing markets in manufacturing, packaging, processing, transportation, mobile construction, refrigeration and air conditioning, agricultural, military machinery, and equipment industries. The aerospace system segments offer products primarily in the commercial and military aerospace markets, both OEMs, which is used, and end users for spares, maintenance, repair, and overhaul. So basically what they do is they sell equipment to distributors and manufacturers who sell replacement parts. So OEM is aftermarket parts. So they sell equipment to distributors and wholesalers of aftermarket parts. Yep. For the Army and for 
for military and aerospace and for packaging, transport, and mobile construction, refrigeration, conditioning, agriculture, military, and equipment industries. So year to date, last year they was up 53%. This year they up 1.6%. Jose, flush it up, flip it. We running. Say, I went deep in the bag on this one for y'all this week, y'all. Oh shit! That's what they say. Yeah. I, I got if I gotta do it for Patreon, I gotta do it for Travis Anonymous too. So I'll probably do it for both of them. All right. So let me see something right quick. If you're in a Patreon, if you're in Travis Anonymous, do y'all want to break down on those two companies? I feel like y'all do. Type type yes in the chat. Every time I see Eric, time I want to know if that's ET. You know? Like, oh, gee. Right? If, you, if you're in a Patreon, do you want to break down on M-O-O-G and M, uh, uh, Philip Parker Hyman, whatever? Y'all want to break down on that? I can put that out for y'all this week. I can't give one without the other. I ain't going to lie. They got a lot going on. They ain't lying. Shit, I'm going to be up all night researching them two damn companies. I heard all the stuff they had going on. I was like, damn. All right. Say less. I see it. All right. I'll give it to y'all. God damn. Now, the difference is Patreon will get a price point. But Travis Anonymous, they gonna, I know what the Travis going to do. They going to go break that thing down. And Travis Anonymous, once I put it out there and give them what they need, somebody going to do a presentation on it. I already know how they get down. And Patreon, they going to be like, where the money, where the price is? <laughs> Patreon should be like, what the price? Price, please. <laughs> I don't care all that. I hear all that. Yep, 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 yep. Price, trap, price, trap, buying, price bet on my list. Patreon, y'all think y'all slick. Yo, I ain't. Y'all think y'all slick in that Patreon, man. Hey, something else. All right, man. Next, man. Constellation Brands. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I, I really used to like this company for quite some time. So they engage in beer, wine, and spirits. They operate through that, man. They was the first company to actually integrate weed and CBD and alcohol. Yep, that was one of the reasons why I liked them. Uh, they were up 14% last year, and they are up uh, minus, up 4% year-to-date. They was up 14% last year, Jose, up 4% year-to-date. We call this a sin stock. Sin stock. Any, anything in the weed, alcohol, gambling, it's kind of like a sin stock. Niggas gonna always drink. Niggas gonna drink regardless, you know what I mean? Recession, not a recession. Go to wall, not go to wall. Whatever it is. Alright, so this company is called Insulate. Right, I hope I said that right. It is a medical device company which engages in the development and manufacture of marketing of an insulin infusion system for people with insulin-dependent diabetes. It specializes in diabetes supply, including Omnipod, uh, as well as other diabetes-related products and supplies such as blood glucose and testing supply, traditional insulin pumps, and pharmaceuticals. How y'all feel about it? So, uh, 
Last year, the company stock was down 30%. This year, it's down 5% year to date. But I will say this, in five years, it's up 175%. I think they just had a bad year. I like it. And last but not least, man, Ameri- Southwest Airlines, man, a company with no first class. You buy the seat as you go, <laughs> right? Um, that's a fact. Eli Lilly may buy them. Uh, how we feel about Southwest? Uh, company was down 16% last year. It's up 8% year to date. I'm going to be real with you. I'm not really a fan at all of the airline industry. I think the airline industry is... Too dependent on too many other things that's going on in the economy that literally hurt that industry. Uh, tell us how we feel about Southwest Airlines. Are we flushing it or are we flipping it? How you feel about Southwest Airlines, Jose? Um, oh, my bad. I'm going to say flip. flip. Nah, Jose, we flushing this. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get it, man. Let's get it, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, man. Let's go. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right. We got that 1-800-TRAVEL hotline up. Hey, Jose, next week, bro. So if you're in Travels Anonymous or if you're in the Patreon, starting next week, we dropping the 1-800-TRAVEL hotline uh, links. Jose, you ready for that? We're going to put the dates in. Listen, Jose, what's the... uh, What's the... Requirement. I'm, I'm gonna make a video of a tomorrow. That I need to put in there? Yeah. Put or you gonna put it in there? It. All right. So listen, if you're in Travis Anonymous or if you are in the Patreon, we about to start a show called 1 800 Travel Hotline. Now, here's what's gonna happen there's gonna be a day, we're gonna do it two days a week. One day for the Patreon, no matter what, hold up. Let me say something, Jose. Let me ask a question right quick. Is it, is it tier specific for the Patreon? This dude's in top two. Top two? Yep. All right. All right. So if you're in Masters of the Triple Beam or Triple Beam Team, I'm going to put a link in there for y'all. Now, here's how that's going to work. Here's how that's going to work. We're going to put a link in the day before, right, Jose? Yeah. To let them know. Well, we're going to tell them know what time we're going to do it the day before. We're going to let you know what time we're doing the day before. Here's what's going to happen. Once we put the time in, the the day we're doing it, we're going to put a 30-second, a 30-minute window. We'll say, all right, y'all, in 30 minutes, we're going to start this. Here's what got to happen. I'm going to be real with you. We're going to do it for about maybe an hour or two. What you think, Jose? An hour? Two? Two hours? Yeah. 
So we're going to try to get as many calls as possible. Now, watch this. Don't tell me, Trap, I'm at work. I was in queue. I had to get out. You going back to the bottom of the queue. I need you to be in a quiet spot. One question. You're going to be on the screen with me. We not. I'm going to be on the screen. You're going to be on the screen. You're going to ask your question. I'm going to have my laptop, my laptop right here. You ask me something. I'm going to pull something up right quick to see what you ask me. If it's a specific stock, I'm going to give you the information. Man, Trap, I appreciate you, man. Salute, we gone. Don't tell me your backstory. Don't, you can quick say, hey, Trap, man, I love you, man. I done made this with you. I got with you since then. I'm going to be like, yep, for sure. What's good? We're going to do that. We're going to do it for about an hour or two. I don't, nah, I'm going to try to keep the call to maybe like three minutes. Right, Jose? We're going to try to keep each call to three to five minutes so we can get as many people as we can. If you at work, it might not be the best time for you to get on a call. But we need you to be in a quiet place. We don't need people running in the background. Right? And it won't be on the show, but it's going to go on my YouTube. So we're going to maybe do like two or three people at a time. Maybe it's going to go on the YouTube as that. So it's all good. Also, if you're in Travis Anonymous, same thing. It's going to be during the daytime. It's not going to be at nighttime. <coughs> Let you know it's going to be in the daytime, not at nighttime. I get it. Travis, I'm going to be at work. This is something that I'm not obligated to do. So don't, don't treat this like it's an obligation. Don't treat me like I'm doing you down bad because you lost service. Trap, I'm, I'm at lunch. I got to go to... Don't, don't, don't act like I'm treating you bad. I'm telling y'all what we going to do. <coughs> Twice a week, starting next week, we going to put it in. You know it's going to be on... You know trapping too, so I ain't doing nothing. So in most cases, it's going to probably be a Thursday or a Friday. Unless Jose got to travel or I got to travel. It might not be every week because I might be traveling that week. Man, Trap, I had this week. I was ready. I ain't nobody tell you be ready. You feel me? So we're going to put that in. If you go to the bathroom, when you ask me the question, make sure you mute your phone. <laughs> if, if you go to the bathroom, make sure you mute your phone because I don't want to be talking and hear this. Also, you got to have your camera on. No bonnets. Come on like you because we want to represent ourselves. We're going to be on YouTube. We want to represent ourselves. Now, it won't be live. We're going to record it live, but we're not going to be live like we are right now. We're going to record it live, and then my team is going to put it together. We're going to put a combination of three, four calls at a time on there. So I want y'all to know that. I want y'all to know that. Be prepared. It's basically what we saying. All right. Let's go to it. Let's get to it. What's good, Trap? It's your boy, Bird. You know, I finally made it to the big screen. 
I just want to say thank you for everything that you do for the culture. And thank you to Jose for taking my question and everything that he do. All right, but look, this is my question. So I see that you use the VOO as your savings. Are you still putting, are you just putting your money in it regardless of what it's doing? Or are you still averaging down um, and putting your money in it? And also I see that the Tesla is below its 200 day moving average. Would you say now is the time to load the boat um, or just kind of hold off on it? Let me know what you think. And thank you. Salute, King. What's good, King? First of all, you better own some Amazon stock. I see you. I see you. You better own that Amazon stock. You hear me, King? Um, yep. So for the VOO, you know, when I'm, I'm, I'm just buying it. I'm not really caring about it. I'm just buying it. And because I got all of my dividends reinvested in it, it just buy me more. I think I think that's probably one of my biggest positions, right? <laughs> um, but I just buy it, not really looking for it because I it's, it's a it's a savings account, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I how I look at it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, as far as Tesla is is under its 200 day moving average, uh, I think you could buy it at that if you still believe in it. I think you could buy, it, but I also know that it will go down a little more. Um, just because they're having a lot of headwinds in China. But I think getting it right now, especially depends on when you bought it. It'll bring your cost, dollar cost average down in most cases. Um, I don't have a problem with you getting it. Um, I don't have a problem with you buying it right now, but I do think it will go down a bit lower because of what's going on. But I don't have a problem with you getting it right now. Yep. Let's go, man. Good, great question, family. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for being part of the game, for sure. We love it. We love it. Let's go. Trap, what's going on, man? Happy New Year. Thank you for taking my question. This is Junior from Jersey. Uh, just a quick question as far as the uh, Trapper method. Um, without obviously giving the formula away, um, are we uh, when we do the formula, are we looking at the quarterly numbers or the annual numbers? And the reason why I ask is because, uh, you know, the start of this year, um, I wanted to do some evaluation for some companies, but I didn't know if I still use the annual, which will be 2023 numbers, or do we uh, start up with the quarterly numbers to add this one and the previous one? Uh, if you can answer that question for me, I, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for everything you do. God bless, man. Man, I love the king. Man, the king's in the building, man. I love the kings, man. Shout out to the brother. I see you in that truck, big homie. I see you, man. I'm always annual. Um, the reason why is because annual gives us a clear picture of what's what what the company has actually done. Um, we don't want to use the quarterly too much, um, but if you just want to be fancy, use both. You know, use a quarterly and do the same for me again with the annually. But I always, always, always use annual. Always use annual. Always use annual when I'm making any type of uh, valuation. Always use an annual. I'm going to start telling my barber to cut my ears, bro. Cut the, I got a little couple hairs in my ear, bro. I felt it just now. I, I said, what the hell is that? Yeah. God damn. I need to. Mm. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. What the hell? I thought it was lit. It was a whole hair. But you actually need this. You need the little ear hair, but I just don't want them sticking out like whiskers, bro. But annual. Let's go a little further, man. Peace. My question for today is in reference to my Roth IRA. 
Um, so as you know, I have been trapping with you for quite some time, um, have several different accounts, um, and finally decided to take control of my Roth. So my question is, I want to restructure it from how it's set up now. I have um, quite a few ETFs in there. Um, some of them are performing well. Um, others I want to um, sell and reposition to get into some more aggressive positions. So just trying to figure out the best way to do that. I know the market, um, a lot of companies are at their all-time highs. Um, so trying to think, should I sell what I do have now and just be in position for when the price gets to where I want it to be to then um, purchase my stocks that I want to have in the raw. So appreciate your feedback. Peace, peace. First of all, salam alaikum, queen. Um, she been rocking with me for a long time. Um, the queen has been rocking with me for so long, like years. I'm talking about her whole family, her mama, her sons. She used to have her sons breaking down companies with us. So I definitely love you, queen. Um, second of all, shout out to that Chipotle behind you. I hope you own some of that. You feel me? I hope you own some of that. That Chipotle in the cut. We already know. We saw that Chipotle in the cut. You already know how we feel about that. Um, yeah, uh, and Queens, I want y'all to know something. Like, um, the queen had the hair wrap on. That's good. We talking about bonnets. We talking about the shower cap. Right, she had the head wrap on, so that's amazing. I don't have a problem with that. She still looked presentable. I love that. I love that. And Aisha, I love you, Queen. I want you to know that. Tell moms, I hope she's doing well. Um, and I remember her having her sons just breaking down companies for us and Travis Anonymous, so for sure. All right, her question was, she has a Roth IRA. She wants to restructure it. Um, some of them are, she got a lot of ETFs in there, and she wants to restructure it where she takes the bad ETFs out and reposition them and she want to be more aggressive. So my 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 thing was there would be a couple things we would look at when we say bad ETFs, we saying are they just underperforming? If they are underperforming, why are they underperforming? Like is it the industry underperforming? Um do you want to miss do you want to pivot to more growth style when you say aggressive do you want to pivot to more growth do you want to pivot to more uh sustainability so we got to ask ourselves what does that pivot look like that we're looking for right when we say we want to sell it also we got to understand just because it's not doing well now doesn't mean it won't do well in the future right remember every, any stock any stock could have a bad season and that's the thing about the ETFs is um, when we're looking at ETFs, it's always important that we understand what's moving the ETF. So now we got to go inside the ETF and say, yo, what's moving it? What I love about this question is when we do the 1-800-TRAPPER hotline, I'm going to have my computer right here. So I'll ask you, what's the, what are two of the ETFs you're trying to move around? We'll go in the ETF, we'll look at it, we'll look at the performance on it and be like, all right. I don't mind you moving this around. Also, Jose, we got to get a waiver. We got to get a waiver. They got to digitally sign it or digitally confirm. We got to get with Lashana on how do they do that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to either digitally confirm or something like that. Um, so that would be my question for that before I actually tell you to reposition it. Uh, I would want you to go back and look at what's, what is the ETF? What is it in? Um, what's the industry? 
Is it a bad, like, is it a tele, is it a, is it an energy ETF? Well, they haven't been performing the best right now. Like, is it a construction ETF? Is it a real, is it a home builders ETF, which had a great year last year, but they're not, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of some of the things I would ask you about that before I just say get off of it. Um, I do, I do believe that because it's in a Roth IRA, you don't need as many ETFs. I think you can go 80-20 ETF to individual stocks because it's a Roth IRA. You got time for it to grow. You don't, you don't need to be as safe. You can be aggressive because you got, you know, at least 10, 15, 20. You don't look like you, you don't look like you 45, 50. So, you know, you got some years on it before you can. So I don't mind you being aggressive. I want us to make the right calculated decision. Um, because it's a raw. I don't mind you restructuring it because what happens is you probably did it before. And first, let me say this, Jose, shout out to her for taking control of her Roth IRA. Let me, let me backtrack and say that. Let me, let, me, let me give you a tremendous amount of credit for saying I took over my Roth IRA. Um, yep, so the ETFs are not bad because you can get ETFs that have great growth. I post one every Thursday in Travis Anonymous for... ETF Thursday. Um, so I will, I, will, I will definitely say let's look at the ETFs and understand why they're underperforming. Have they have, do they have a body of work of underperforming? And if they do, then we don't want to be there. So I think we will look at that before we just reposition uh, the ETF. So I would say that uh, I don't have a problem with you going aggressive at all. Um, and maybe the ETF that's in it did, did the people before you put it in there. And if that's the case, now I understand why you want to reposition. So there's so many other things. Um, there's so many other things I would like to ask about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, were they ETFs that they had put in there before you? Were the ETFs that you put in there? Because if you want to, if you want to reposition, the ETF, is it because you, you, didn't, you didn't agree with it? You know what I'm saying? So it's a couple of things I would want to ask more in detail before I gave a little more advice on that, which is why the 1-800-TRAVEL hotline going to be such a dope dynamic for what we add. Jose, are we making that a, a show or are we just, so it's going to have an audio as well? Yep. So is it going on a network or a personal page? Network. Damn, bro, I'm trying to go on a personal page, dog. B, we got to go to work because they won't put everything on the network page, dog. You got to grow. Get the numbers up. All right. So, uh, Queen, that's what I would, that's what, that would be my response to you. I'm sorry I couldn't give you, like, exactly what you wanted, but I hope I elaborated enough to give you enough, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, right here? Uh, context on that question, right? So, it's not just about me trying to answer it. The answer is about me giving context and me having context you know what I'm saying, on that. But I will salute you for taking control of it. I would say if it's a Roth, you don't need as many ETFs. You can, I would go an 80-20 rule when it comes to ETFs because you have so much time and the growth is actually working in your favor. So I don't mind you being aggressive, but that's what I do with my Roth. I'm super aggressive in there. So I hope I, hope I answered that for you um, in the best possible, possible way. I love you for that, Queen. Uh, tweet it. That's it. Or we got more. All right, man. Listen, today was an amazing episode, y'all. When we talk about actually having, I want to end it with taking responsibility. The queen took full responsibility of her Roth IRA, which means she took responsibility for her financial future. 
It's such a bold statement. It's such a disruptive move. The same way that a seed breaks, the seed causes disruption when it breaks ground is the same way you cause disruption when you decide to take full control of your financial well-being. I want you to understand that nobody will prepare you for the financial Armageddon the way that you will. I want you to understand that no one has your best advice for your money like you do. My goal is to come in each and every Tuesday and prepare you and put you through this financial gauntlet, you know, so that you can understand that there's, you need work, you need exercise, you need to do some more financial push-ups, you need to do some more financial pull-ups, you need to do some more financial cardio, you need to go through this financial gauntlet so you can be battle-tested when it's time for you to stand on your own two feet. I want you to be ready. I have the ultimate faith, I have the ultimate confidence in you that you will be ready. I want you to understand that the fear that you have is only because you haven't been placed in an environment to be known that you are truly capable of being wealthy. You are truly capable of controlling a six and seven and eight figure portfolio. You are capable of that, but nobody puts you in position, nobody taught you, nobody trains you, nobody programs you. As a matter of fact, nobody even told you that that was possible. But I'm here to tell you that it is. I'm here to tell you that you can do exceedingly abundantly above what anybody ever told you you can do but more importantly, because the big homie told you be fruitful and multiply. And he ain't just mean with kids. He told you financially you can have what you want to have. But the desires of your heart are, the desires of your heart are discombobulated by dysfunction. Say that again. The desires of your heart have been discombobulated by dysfunction, financial dysfunction. Economic fears get in the way of the possibilities of what you truly have the potential to. Man, it's the reason why I get so excited about things that go on in the market is because every day I just see my network increase. I'm sorry, my net worth increase. Every day, that's a joy, y'all. Not my bank account, my net worth. Not my paycheck, my net worth. Every day I see my net worth increase and it's powerful because I did it. I studied. I pulled the trigger. And I want you to experience that power. I want you to experience that power of saying, my job didn't increase my net worth. They may have increased my pay, but I increased my network. That's two different things. I may have worked more hours, but I increased my network. That was a skill that I developed. That was a skill that I honed in on. Most importantly, that was a skill that I passed down. The skill on how to increase my net worth. Chibota Wall Street Trapper, man. Thank y'all for rocking with me for three hours today on this preparation for this financial Armageddon. Listen, man, do us a favor, man. Y'all know we come give y'all game each and every week, and we love y'all, man. And we know that y'all show us love inside the chat. 
But what we need y'all to do most importantly, I'm not going to lie, it helps the channel grow. It lets the YouTube algorithm know that there's a party over here. So we need y'all to like, we need y'all to subscribe, we need y'all to share, we need y'all to go back and watch the breakdowns that Jose literally take hours to break down and, and Steve, I'm sorry, Jose and Steve take hours to break down and make thumbnails to go like put this channel on your notification bell so that every time that we put a post up, y'all go like it. Secondly, do me a favor, man, go to Apple. Go download as many episodes of Trapper Tuesdays as we can. Listen, everybody that's making them money with us and everybody that's grinding out with us, man, we giving y'all so much gaming information. Listen, please, I'm asking y'all, you know, let's get in that top 10 this year. And I can only do that with y'all, but I just know it'd be so powerful if a show by the name of Trapping Tuesday with a black man who was a convicted felon who had was every with every statistical category for the wrong thing. Now has a network called the Wall Street Looks Like Us Now Network, and we are going to be the number one. I promise you, we will be that. If not today, not tomorrow, sometime in the future, we will be the number one show for financial literacy and helping people increase their network. And I can't do it without y'all going to do it, sharing it, liking it, loving it. It's your boy, the Wall Street Chop, man. I love y'all. I'm going to see y'all next week, man. I'm out. Salute.
Oh,